It's a great show. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran. Radio talk show host. Duran is the ringleader. Famous voice. Hello, lady. How are you? Elvis Duran in the morning show. Yes, it is. We're totally live. I promise it's Tuesday, May 15th. Oh my gosh, it's already May 15th. Yay! Yep. Time is rolling, man. It's almost time to open the pool in the New York area. Yeah, remind <laughs> me. We need a pool. <laughs> we do. And then we'll open it. <laughs> Don't open your pool till you have one. <laughs> hey, Danielle, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Samantha. Good morning. Hello, Scary. Hi, Elvis. Hi, Froggy. Good morning, Elvis. How's everything in beautiful South Florida? Uh, hopefully a little drier today than yesterday. Yeah, you guys have got it. You got that rain going. Here yeah. in New York City, it's going to be hot and humid, 88 for the high. Yeah. It's, gonna, it's already sticky. We're all sweating. Yeah, I love it. We're very moist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is National Police Week. We have a very good friend about to kick off our show as our first call of the day. We'll get into that in a minute. We've got a lot of music to play today. We're going to tell some dirty jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else, what else you want to do. Ooh, Megan Trainer. Love her. I don't want to fight tonight. I'm going to let you be right. Let you be right. Every time we hang out with Megan Trainer, I always have a big smile on my face. She's so positive and so just, she's fun. You know when she goes home, she throws sharp objects. <laughs> I'm kidding. She's great. Hey, welcome to the day. Let's get the show started. So much to do. I don't even know where to start. I tell you what, let's start with the fact it is National Police Week. Yay. And uh, as you know, our show, we always put all of our, our uh, police officers and everyone who worked worked with them, I mean, we put them on the, the the highest of pedestals because without them, it would be a frightening, frightening right. world. What happened over there? Something's dropping. You know, I'm trying to do something nice over here. Stop <laughs> dropping stuff. Anyway, so I couldn't think of a better person to kick off our first day of celebrating National Police Week because we didn't do it yesterday. Yeah. So we welcome our friend Detective Brian Downey. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Good morning, my friend. How are you? We're doing great. Good morning. So of course, NYPD Detective Brian Downey. But you do more than just, you know, detective work. <laughs> I mean, you do, yeah, you could say that. You do that so much. Mind, you just, but... well, I know, I know. But he, he's a busy guy. Tell everyone what you did this past weekend because it's really cool. Uh, this this weekend, I was I was down in uh, Washington for the uh, for the beginning of uh, of National Police Week. Um, I don't know whether you know, but today is uh, is National Peace Officers Memorial Day. Um, that's been since 1962. When uh, President Kennedy signed that into law, we, um, you know, so the week that that falls on um, becomes uh, National Police Week. And there's a lot of poignant ceremonies and, and events that occur throughout the week that are, are really, really interesting and, uh, and nice. And, and all to pay tribute to the, uh, to the fallen, to the line of duty families and, and those officers. Wow. So that was a heavy, wow. heavy weekend, but a very important weekend. Yeah. And I know you still have representatives and friends still down in Washington, D.C. representing us. And that is so cool. A ton of them. Now, ton me, of them. There's, there's more about Brian, though. He's what? also uh, the president of Goal. Yes. Now, we've talked about Goal on our show before. Tell everyone what Goal does and how important it is, Brian. Well, the Gay Officers Action League is, is responsible for advocating for LGBTQ criminal justice and law enforcement professionals. Um, we train our non-LGBTQ counterparts in sensitivity and awareness and executive staffs and employment issues. And we work to build a bridge between the, uh, the community, the LGBT community, and the criminal justice community. So that occupies 90% of my time. <laughs> <in> my, 
<laughs> my my work for the commissioner, don't tell him, occupies probably 15%, uh, you know, at any give or take a few, um, any given week. But, is it uh, true you're also the tallest police officer on the force? No, no, no. There, there's taller than me, believe really? it or not. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yes. He's tall. Yeah, he yeah. is tall. Well, look, you know, Brian, uh, we always have such a great time when we're with you, but you always are uh, on our minds, especially when there are big stories breaking about, you know, officers putting their lives in line in, in the line of of uh, gosh, danger and yeah. everything else. You, you do. guys go in when we go the other direction. It's true. So, so there's, there's there's some people today, um, you know, especially uh, at this memorial service uh, that's going to take place in the Capitol at about 11 a.m. Uh, two very very special New York people. Uh, their names will be read with the uh, hundreds of other uh, officers who passed away in the past year. So I, I just really ask you today to think about the line of duty families and think about the family of Detective Mia Sotis Familia, who was uh, gunned down uh, in the overnight July 4th into July 5th, and of course the saint, um, Stephen McDonald, and uh, his, uh, his son Connor and wife Patty Ann. Uh, you know, Stephen was shot in the 80s, and uh, he actually forgave the person that shot him. Wow and lived as, as such a true inspiration to so many. So, uh, and think about the real cops, because I've been blessed in my career uh, to be doing the work that I'm doing today, but all the people that, that are out there uh, holding down the line, uh, there's a lot of good people in this world, but there's a few evil people, and, and that thin blue line is, is really the separation. So. Wow. Well, wow. look, Brian, we love you, and uh, thank you. I for love all you, you too, do. brother. More than you know. <laughs> and you know, and thank you for uh, shining the light on uh, a whole a whole world that we need to know more about and appreciate. So, Detective Brian Downey officially kicking off our show as the first caller of the day. Nice. And just like all the other ones, we're going to send you an Elvis Duran Morning Show shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stop by and pick it up later. <laughs> Absolutely, Brian. Have a safe day. Tell everyone we said hi and thank you. God bless you. Take care, guys. All right, you thank too. you, Detective Brian Downey. Wow. So don't forget, it is National Police Week, not just here, everywhere. Yeah. Wherever there's a police officer, there's a National Police Week going on. I met a police officer the other day who like recognized me, and he's like, oh my gosh, thank you for making me laugh in the morning. And I was like... Thank you for keeping me safe and alive. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> like, um, it sounds like an even trade-off, doesn't I know, it? I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, well, okay. You, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. <laughs> well, welcome to the day. It is, like I said, uh, Tuesday, April, uh, May 15th. Yeah, oh, my it's Lord. May. Let's get it. it. It's Dale May. Around the room. We'll start with you, Samantha. Producer Sam's in here helping out today. What's on your mind today? I think I have addiction to boxes. I love opening boxes. I can't help it. And Danielle's laughing because she I can't stop thinking about the box Danielle brought into my studio earlier. Oh my God, my a box. stitch fix came Anytime. and so she likes to open it with me. Anytime one of us has a, a subscription box, we open it with each other. Yeah. And you it know gets me so excited. What's more fun than an open box? Do tell. A box that's yet to be opened. Yeah. <laughs> when that Amazon package is on my porch, nothing makes me happy. I know. It's crazy. Well, congratulations on your box Thank fixation. You. Thank you. Speaking of, Froggy has the same thing. Hey, Froggy, how are you today? What's on your mind? <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, actually, last week, we had some issues here at the radio station. One of the other radio stations was off the air, and so I went down and helped them get back on the air. And this morning, one of the people from that station left me the nicest note, and it completely made my morning. It started off my day so great. And so if somebody does something nice for you or if you do something nice for somebody else, it really does brighten their day. So go out of your way to do something nice or say thank you to somebody who's done something nice for Excellent. you today. Yeah, you know what? Remember writing... 
like ink on paper. Remember those? Yes. Yeah. those days? I know. You can still do that. Hey, yep. uh, Danielle, what's up with you? So I love sharing when I find like a new shopping website that's like so, so, so good. And this one, it's called Jane.com. I am telling you, you are going to love it because it is all like discounted cool things like t-shirts and shoes and jewelry. And it's just like, it was $65. Now it's $20. And I ordered a lot of stuff from there. And the stuff is quality stuff, like skirts. and I mean, really cute stuff. So Jane.com, not a sponsor. Wish they were. Jane.com. So check it out if you get a chance. I could could save some money on a skirt. Yeah, you get a skirt for yourself. (laughs) Scary, what's up? You know, I had no idea it was National Police Week, but inadvertently, I guess I was celebrating. I was walking in with Sam this morning, and we walked past the precinct every day, and there was a a police officer outside. And I just turned to him, I said, good morning. And he he looked like he was like pleasantly shocked that I said something. So, because it's police week, before what Danielle said, and combining froggies around the room, why not say hello and good morning and thank you for your services? There you go. Police, yeah. every time you see them. Anyone and everyone who keeps us safe, thank you so much. All right, let's get into your horoscopes. Uh, you know, I don't believe in these things. I, I never. I they're true. And they're, you think they're true? I do think they're true. I'll tell you this. Every time we try to cancel horoscopes, people... They, they get very mad. Because messing some, with stars. And people can't start their day without them. I All think right. you'll like yours today. So well, okay, well, you know, when surprised. you get to Leo, let me know. Okay. Wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> Capricorn, your life needs a change. Start that hobby you've been putting off. Living creatively, creatively is important. Your day is an eight. Aquarius, a recent emotional roller coaster is coming to an end. Hang in tight. Nothing lasts forever. Your day's a ten. Pisces, creativity is one of the greatest attributes. Tap into that talent. Make a difference. Your day's a nine. Aries, you enjoy performing and your stage presence is electric. Take the stage and show off. Your day's a nine. Taurus, life might be a little off lately, but you can look deep into the reasons why and try to confide in family and friends. Your day is a seven. Hey, Gemini, it's tough to try and balance work and school. The struggle, it will pay off, so don't forget to take time for yourself. Your day's a ten. All right, after this one is Leo, so wake up now. All right, I'm going to start waking up. <laughs> Cancer, stop being afraid of the unknown. There is a new adventure waiting for you once you jump into the opportunity. Your day is a Nine. Hey, Leo, the abundance of energy you spread is helping others' lives. Keep shining. Your day's an eight. All right. See, that's a good one. All right, I'll take it. Virgo, stop trying to gain approval from your peers. You're going to find greater happiness and self-confidence. Your day's a 10. Libra, you've had trouble finding people to believe in your vision. Keep creating, and you'll be noticed sooner than you think. Your day's an eight. Scorpio, the bigger your ego, the more it's going to interfere with your progress. Take a step back. Reflect on how to relate to others. Your day is a seven. And Sagittarius, adventure awaits you. Take the vacation you've been dreaming about. Your day's a nine. And those are your Tuesday morning horoscopes. These horoscopes. I mean, they're just as believable as pro wrestling, in my opinion. Pro wrestling's not real. <laughs> oh, boy, really? Uh, speaking of, sort of, uh, I did the Today Show yesterday. Kathy Lee uh, was there. Hoda was, uh, she left, and then John Cena filled in for Hoda. By the way, John Cena is one of the most nicest, most talented guys oh, ever. Amazing. And he's nice to look at. Well, okay, there's that, that too. too. He started the Today Show yesterday with quite the moving conversation. You know, he and his fiance, the love of his life, they they broke up. Yeah, Nikki Bella. And so he he came out and talked about the relationship, how he's doing, how he's feeling about it, and his words were so powerful. I wish all people could be more like John Cena. I'm going to play that sound for you in a few I minutes. I was shocked because I was thinking that this is John Cena, this big hulk of a guy. You think nothing is going to get to him. You know what I mean? And then you see him talk like this and you're like, 
oh my gosh, he's so vulnerable. He's a great guy. And then did you see she responded and she said there is hope that we will get back together. Well, I was like, know, let's oh. keep an eye on it. But anyway, I'm going to play that sound for you later. It really is cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got to get going. It is Tuesday. You ready for your day? Yeah. Hey, guys. What up? Hey, it's Katy Perry. This is Jay-Z. This is Bruno Mars. And you're listening to Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and The Morning Show. So here I am staring at a bag of Tate's Bake Shop thin, crispy, buttery chocolate chip cookies. And as soon as I'm done talking to you, I'm opening this bag and no one's going to stop me. Tate's Bake Shop cookies at your favorite market. Uniquely crispy, deeply delicious. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All right, all right. Here's what we got to do. We we have to remember that Greg T is out today. Yes. He's getting his colonoscopy. Is that too much information? No. Okay. I talked to him last night, and he was in good spirits, and everything was going according to plan. Yes. (laughs) If you've never had a colonoscopy, maybe you don't know. I mean, without getting... Very, very uh, technical and real. Graphic. Yeah, the day before, you've got to prep for your colonoscopy. Yes, it's not studying. No, no. <laughs> I, 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 just to put it lightly, when you sit down on a chair, you slide right off. <laughs> That's do. what colonoscopy is about. Why is Straight Nate so serious today? You need to. You work in radio, man. You have no reason to yeah. be serious. Believe it or not, like when Greg T's not here, you got like. You know, fill in for him. There's stuff to do. There's stuff to do. He actually does stuff. He actually does stuff. I'm just realizing this. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Straight Nate's in a panic as he's filling in for Greg T. That's the strangest thing. Anyway, I don't know. But anyway, uh, colonoscopies are very important, and he's getting one today. And there you have it. Uh Uh, All right. So that means the uh, wheel of games. Do we want to play it in his his absence? Of course. All right. There it is. Who's going to bring in the wheel that is heavy? Oh, look, there it is. <laughs> hey, so who's going to spin it? Um, Brody. Bro- yeah, Brody, spin Brody, the wheel. spin the wheel. wheel uh, games. Spin it. Okay. There we go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right, oh, we need a contestant. Oh, yeah, that would help. <laughs> 1 800 All right, that was a test spin. Oh, yeah. come on, it's heavy. No, we'll do it again. Oh, hey, uh, so uh, here are the games that are on the Wheel of Games. There's one. There's only one. What? There's one game. Then it's why called... did we bother with the wheel? <laughs> it's the college, yeah. the college of Knowledge. All right. Welcome to the College of Knowledge. Uh-huh. Yeah, why did we spin the wheel? Uh, good morning, Stephanie. Hi. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm talking to you. Well, thank Aww. you for listening. What's your day all about today? What are you doing? Um, well, today I just have to go babysit, but um, I was mainly calling to say thank you because I'm actually graduating college on Friday, and I just wanted to call and say thank you to you guys because you guys have put me through elementary school and everything else and i'm just so happy isn't that wild well well, it's wild hey congratulations it's weird you know every day when you're driving to school or wherever you're going you listen to the show and then you start thinking about well we're there with you every day that's right you can't get rid of it we're part of the family yeah it's been through literally everything elementary school middle school high school and now finally i finished college and it's just crazy well we're old <laughs> wow you're gonna listen to us as you drive to your retirement party one day we're gonna be around danielle i'll still be here for you that's it all right look uh, yeah. so congratulations on your uh, graduation but let's uh, thank you let's thank get you to so the much. college of knowledge this is the college of knowledge Ooh. all right well I've got several to choose from. You choose your category, okay? Okay. Spices or dining out? Oh. 
Um, let's do dining out. All right, spices yeah. it is. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Here we go. That. <clears throat> 75% of the world's spices come from India. Okay. Mm-hmm. The next country in line, 6% of the world's spices. What country is that? Oh. India's number one. Um, the number two spice country in the world is... Um, let's... I don't know. I'm just going to guess Spain. No! No! no. All right, it's time for dining out. <laughs> the answer is Bangladesh. Oh, oh of course. Okay. How could you not get that? <laughs> that was her next guess, I'm sure. I love how Stephanie says that makes sense. <laughs> Does it? I had no idea. I had no idea. All right, so question number two. The most popular days for dining out, number one is Mother's Day. What is the number two most popular day for dining out? Um... Mother's Day. I'll just say, for some reason, I lost all thought of all every other holiday. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll just say Father's Day. Father's Day. No. Is it Easter? No, it's not Easter. Oh, oh Valentine's Day. Yes. Yes, you won. Right. Yes, you, got <laughs> you won. Wow. <laughs> Duh. You really, you really had us going there for a minute. Well, congratulations. You you got it. Yeah, Valentine's Day is the second most popular day for dining out. Number one is Mother's Day, and the number two country for spices is Bangladesh. We've learned so much today. <laughs> oh. Hey, Scary, what does she win? You win a good-looking, tight-fitting Elvis Durant t-shirt. Oh, that? Go. That's yes. what you get? That's yeah. what I was hoping for. <laughs> well, sorry. That's, that's as good as it gets. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Again, Stephanie, congratulations uh, on your, your graduation as well. Thanks for being with us all these years. That's so cool. Really cool. Hello, Patterson. So I'm very close to, to you guys. Well, thank you. Tell your friends uh, to listen. We need help. I mean, we need listeners. All right. <laughs> Have okay, a great day, thank okay? Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Yes. Hold on one second. There you go. Yes. Bangladesh. Like, what, what spice are they are they famous for? I wonder if any teachers will go to school today and use that as a bonus question. Well, I, uh, why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, really. Tell us. I, I don't know. I just looked up total spice production. Don't, you, don't ask why I looked that up. What you look that up? <laughs> don't know. I'm trying to be clever. What's scary? I'm just fascinated that India has the monopoly on the world. They got 75% of the market. Yeah, on they have that. a lot of spices. Because yeah, when I think of India, I think of spice markets. I think of oh, yeah. those big mountains Delicious. of colorful spices. Whatever. Hey, uh, so Barbara Corcoran isn't here today. She's here Thursday. Mm-hmm. I, I had a dream about her last night. You did? Was it a... Dirty dream? Yeah. No. Okay. But I, knowing her, she would have loved that. I know, she totally would have. The smartest woman in the world. She actually gave... She came to me in my in my dreams and gave me advice. So uh, I mean, I'll, oh. we'll, we'll have to sift through that in a minute. That's good. Just because someone gives you advice in your dreams, does it mean you should believe it? No. I always ask for... I always ask God to give me advice. Like, I'll go, listen... I don't know what to do in this situation, so I'm going to leave it up to you. You let me know in my dream, and I'll wake up knowing what to do. Well, so you <laughs> ask God to show up in your dream, and yes. then Barbara Corcoran shows up. <laughs> huh. How did that what happen? if she well, maybe is that's God? Who he sent. Maybe he was busy, and he sent Barbara. Maybe she is God. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. All right, well, uh, let's take a break. Daniel's first report of the day coming up. What do you have, Daniel? Oh, we've got Meghan Markle royalty dad problems. <laughs> All right. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Oh, Bangladesh, by the way, ginger, cinnamon, and car- uh, coriander. Mm. Thank you. Uh, also, yesterday, opening up the Today Show, the fourth hour with uh, with Kathy Lee, John Cena 
started talking about his relationship, his newly broken up relationship with his fiance, yeah. and he really laid it on the line, and it was unbelievable. Just give me about 30 minutes. I want to play that sound for you. Totally illegal. It was crazy. NBC is going to sue us for playing it, but that's okay. <laughs> as long as we give them credit, I think we give them total good. credit. Yeah. But he was really, really just a great man yesterday. Oh, totally. And uh, wait till you hear what he had to say. So give me about thirty minutes. I'll play it for you. Elvis Duran. You're not recording this, are you? In the morning show. This is Elvis Duran and the morning show. Hi, Maria. How are you? Good. How are you? We're doing well. So, is it true you're a teacher? Right now, I'm in high school. I'm sorry, what? This phone system. Yeah, what'd you say? Uh, I'm a high school teacher. Oh, cool. Very oh. cool. So are you going to use our spice question as your bonus question at school today? I am. I'm giving a test, so I figured why not use it? All right. Remind me, what, what is the question? What's the answer again? Let's see if you're right. Uh, it's the second largest country that uh, distribute, distributes spices around the world. Yeah. The number one country for spice uh, production is India. Number mm-hmm. two is... Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Very good. You get the extra point. You got it. All right, Maria. So what do you what do you teach in high school? A social studies teacher. You know what? I always loved social yeah. studies. And they say yeah. they say uh, the classes you love most and they're, that are easiest for you are the ones mm-hmm. that, that that's kind of an indicator where you should go with your career later in life. Yeah. I guess what we do is yeah. sort of like social studies in it, a way. Is right? it? <laughs> is it? Yeah. How, how so, Maria? Um, I mean, you guys report stories every day yeah i guess <laughs> my, my son has uh in seventh grade has a social studies teacher and she does the coolest things like if they're talking about like the boston tea party she throws a tea party for them and they all come in and they learn hands-on experience and they it just it makes it so much more fun and enriching when they're doing cool fun things to learn i'm gonna tell you danielle you know? and maria when i was going to school yeah. and i was studying social studies or music those are the two classes I didn't think of as as class. I just thought them as fun. Yeah. But, but that's so the best kind of class. Well, there's got to be people out there who think of math that way. Ugh. Not me. Oh, Ugh. for sure. I mean, surely someone <laughs> goes either. to math. Someone's like, oh, I can't wait to get the math class. Oh my today. gosh, I can't even imagine. Like, I get the heebie-jeebies thinking about math. Well, no, class. <laughs> but you know what? There are some people that have those minds that yeah. are just they're wired for math. My son is great yeah. at math, and I definitely doesn't get it from my side of the family because I am just an idiot. You know, Brody, Maria, <laughs> Brody was on the math team. Oh yeah, all did, the girls were on me. Did you? <laughs> did, you did you have cheerleaders? <laughs> All right. Well, we had Maria. three times nine cheerleaders. <laughs> did you compete in mathletics? Did you, did you bronze? Me? She was a mathlete. Uh, I put the, I, yeah, were you a mathlete? I put the square in square root. Yes, you did. All right, Maria, uh, good luck at school today. Thanks for listening to us. Thank you so much. Have a great day. I love you guys. Love you too. Yeah, can you tell this is that time of year I start to lose my voice? Yeah. Yep. This is the time where you go, I don't think I can come in tomorrow. Mm. I can't talk. You know, uh, in a reminder from uh, another texture that cilantro and coriander, they come from the same plant. So, look, I don't like leafy cilantro. I'm one of those people who just, I don't like it. It tastes like suds to me. It tastes like soap. Yeah. But I'll take coriander, you know, the seed, mm-hmm. and grind it up and put it in stuff. And it doesn't bother me. No. Just thought I'd let you know what's good. going on. Do you like, <laughs> you like cilantro? Uh, no, I don't. I'm not a cilantro fan either. So you're like me. I pick it out. Me too. <laughs> I try to pick it out. Well, they say that it's in our genes. It's in our... Is it? It's, uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. They're saying it tastes like soap to some and not to others. Huh. 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 
Interesting. All right, let's get into the Danielle report. All right, we don't have the sound yet. We will be playing it for you in a little while. But John Cena had us crying on with Kathy Lee and Hody yesterday. 15 minutes from now. He talked, okay, 15 minutes from now. He talked about his breakup with fiance Nikki Bella. He wants her back. She's not ready. He said he loves her, wants to marry her, have kids with her. It was so emotional. She actually has said, after seeing this, there is hope we might get back together and that she does still love him. So, you know, all hope is not lost. So well, that's cool. I got to tell you, watching John Cena just let it all out yesterday, yeah. it was such a great, Ugh. a great piece of the show. I he, loved it. Because he's this big dude and you don't expect it to happen. Like, you expect him to just, eh, see, who cares? See, that's just, just because a guy's but, big, you you expect him not to have a heart? I know, but he's so, it, he has this big, huge emotion. Like, it was just crazy. You it's just, like, you look at scary, look at scary. Yeah. yeah. Believe, well, we, it, believe it or not, he has a brain. Yeah. Well, I do. That's true, yeah. I was a mathlete, too. Oh, right. were you? Okay. Yeah, Froggy. <laughs> I think it's a lot of the WWE, like the tough, rough and tough WWE, I'm going to kick your ass. You don't expect to see him get on TV and just open up his heart like he did, but it really, truly was amazing to see him be so honest. It's about four minutes long, and I'm going to play it for you in about 15 minutes. I want everyone to hear it. It's so worth it. The Spice Girls will not be marking their 20th anniversary with a concert tour, unfortunately, but we might be getting a documentary. So uh, I'll keep you posted on that one. So yesterday, the drama with Meghan Markle's dad, she will he will not be walking her down the aisle at the wedding this weekend. He won't even be at the wedding. Now, if you haven't heard what went down, he staged photos with the paparazzi, making it look like he was getting ready for the wedding and looking at pictures of her online and blah, blah, blah. So Meghan's half-sister came forward, said she told him to take the pictures to help his image because it wasn't great recently. He also had a heart attack last week, so he's recovering from that. But he says the reason he's not going is he doesn't want to embarrass her and he doesn't want to embarrass the royal family. She apparently still wants him there, and Prince Harry is asking for privacy right now for the dad and just don't stalk him. But there's also rumors that Meghan might just walk herself down the aisle because she's an independent woman. <laughs> I like that. F it. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll walk myself down the aisle. So we'll see if that happens. Uh, Polly Perrette wrapped up her time on NCIS, and she took to Twitter to suggest that she quit due to multiple physical assaults. She said, there is a machine keeping me silent and feeding false stories about me. A very rich, very powerful publicity. Are you machine. serious? Yeah. I've never heard this story. Yeah, that's that's crazy. You know what? Crazy. She she has been uh, with us at many iHeart events. She's a sweetheart. She's the best. I know. I didn't know all that negative and, stuff was happening. And I was shocked when she was leaving the show because she is, she's, a, she's like part of the heart and soul of that show. I love her. So, yeah. So, uh, Sam Hunt, we've been waiting for a new album. Hello. He says lack of inspiration is the reason he hasn't released a new album in the past year, so we need to inspire him a little bit there. Okay. And if you are excited about Deadpool 2, get ready, because according to the uh, Daily News this morning, it says gory and glorious. Rude romp, Deadpool 2 is violently on target, and they're giving it four out of five stars. Tonight, The Voice, you also have the first season finale of Rise, uh, New Girl, NCIS, New, or- New Orleans, Chicago Med. Uh, let's see. Next hour, we are going to talk about... Oh, we're going to talk about Pink and the 12-year-old girl that blew her away. All right. Perfect. Thank mm-hmm. you, Danielle. Uh, hello, Melissa. How are you? Hi. How are you? Well, okay. We're doing well. Now, Melissa got all excited when she found out that our own Brody was on the math team. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you are you a math lead as well? Are you, are you a, an enthusiast of math? I am totally a math geek. Absolutely. I'm a high school math teacher. I love that. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, I love that, but at the same time, I'm, I'm like, what? But yeah. the, the thing and is... My, I actually teach AP Calculus, and my kids are taking their AP exam today, so I wish them lots of lots of luck. Oh, good luck. Now, Brody, do you have any questions about AP Calculus? You want to ask Melissa? 
Spell parabola. Oh, who? Oh, spelling wasn't always my forte. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not math spelling parabola. <laughs> parabola. I can give you the equation, but I don't know about the spelling. What's the equation for parab- parabola? What is it? Uh, it's, yes, it's y equals ax squared plus bx plus c. Thank you very much. Okay, okay. <laughs> Melissa, uh, honestly, what the hell do I need that for? Now, be honest. Oh, I could give you lots of applications. That's that's my job. Okay, give us one. All right, yeah. So, let's say you kids, your kids play baseball, right? Yes. So, let's say we're trying to figure out how far they are hitting a home run. Uh-huh. That's the parabolic curve. So you could estimate uh, the distance that it traveled and how high it went. Um, to deter- That's how they determine Major League Baseball's home run. Oh. So there you go. Okay. So there See, you go. Without, without math, Major League Baseball would be missing. <laughs> would uh, be. That's what, it. What's that straight, Nate? I have a question. Uh-huh. What's an imaginary number? I remember learning about imaginary numbers. Right. I still yeah. don't know what an imaginary number is. Explain, like how- <laughs> explain imaginary numbers. Go. So, you know how you have square roots of numbers, like the square root of four is two, yes. yada, yada? So, the square root of negative one is I, the imaginary number I. So, if you wanted to find the square root of any negative number, you would have to say it in terms of imaginary numbers. I don't get but it. But what, though, if it's, not, if it's imaginary and it's not there, then what the hell? <laughs> I mean, honestly. Thank you, Danielle. You're exactly right. I didn't invent it. I just teach it. Okay. I mean, how how many imaginary numbers are there? Yeah. Go. As many as there are real numbers. There you go. You know what? Really? <laughs> I love you, Melissa, Sorry. but come on. Melissa, okay, I got to be honest. You, you and I are from different planets. Yeah. I have no no clue about how to de- yeah. decipher or figure out anything that you know in that beautiful, beautiful brand of yours. Uh, that's that's why I love hanging out with yeah. you. Uh, yeah, Nate. That's I, right, and I love you too. I have one final question. Do you ever teach anything as a calculus teacher and say, in your head, these kids are never, ever, ever going to use this. You'll yeah, never, ever hear this again. There are times when I struggle to figure it out, you know, where, where it's going to be used. But I try to just say, my, my go-to response is, well, you may need it for your next calculus class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let the next teacher deal with it. All right, well, Melissa, Thanks, have a Melissa. have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks so much. All right. Bye. God, now I feel extra stupid. I know, me too. I was already feeling stupid. (laughs) You never know what will happen in the Mercedes-Benz interview lounge. Chadwick Boseman, of course, the star of the movie Black Panther, is here. Do you have Time Magazine? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you, how did it make you feel to see you on the cover of Time Magazine? Oh, man. This, look at that. So cool. That's crazy. It's crazy every time I look at it. Just put that down. <laughs> the 2018 Mercedes AMG E63 S sedan. Unrivaled luxury meets unbridled power. Test drive one today. Mercedes AMG. Driving performance. Elvis Duran in the morning show. In today's connected world, it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing New LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. Hey, I told you I was going to get to this John Cena sound at the top yes, of the hour. Yes, you have to. Look, it's the top of the hour. Yeah. We've never been on time for anything ever. <laughs> Well, to be honest, I haven't started it yet, <laughs> but I want to talk about it. Okay. You know, Danielle and I were talking about this uh, earlier this morning. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, uh, when I went to the Today Show at NBC with my artist uh, of the month, Elle Winter, who was right. fantastic, by nice. the way. John Cena 
was co-hosting with Kathy Lee. Yeah. So at the very open of yesterday's fourth hour at the Today Show at NBC, Hoda stayed there. Can you turn your headphones down a little bit, Froggy? I'm, I'm getting Is it me. Yeah, I'm, so I'm getting. Do you hear that? Sounds like at Yankee Stadium. Okay, this oh, is better. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. So anyway, at the very open of the Today Show yesterday, yeah. Hoda and Kathy Lee were talking to John Cena about his recent breakup with his fiancee, uh, Nikki Bella. Yeah. And uh, you know what? It could have easily just turned into, yeah, you know, I wish her the best, and, you know, it's going to be great. Right. And uh, we had a great time. No. It turned into an incredible, incredible moment. And this is what I love about Kathy Lee and Hoda when they're doing their part of the Today Show. Yeah. In my opinion, the Today Show, of course, it's been around for a billion years. Mm-hmm. It's an institution. But when they get on their fourth hour, they can really, really just kind of slow it down and do it at their own pace yeah. and cover things the way they want to cover them. And I think, like, they come across as really friend friends. Like, they're not newsy people. It's more like you're hanging out with friends. Right. So you feel more comfortable with them, so you're more at ease to tell these things like John Cena probably feels like he's hanging out with friends and he just wanted to tell them what's going on you know so what they may have thought was going to be just a simple yeah this is, this is how I feel about my breakup with Bella yeah uh segment it turned into something much deeper and much more important I think yeah. do you want to hear the whole thing yes yeah. so this is Kathy Lee and Hoda talking to John Cena about his breakup with Nikki Bella. You revealed a lot to us um, over the years, and especially you talked about your wonderful romance with Nikki, and you talked about your proposal, and you talked about your wedding date, which a lot of people were kind of sad to see come and go, and you guys... I was one of those people. Yeah, that was (laughs) a tough... um, How are you doing? It's been incredibly reflective, which is amazing, uh, but it's very difficult. I had my heart broken out of nowhere. And um, or for me, it was out of nowhere. And and anyone who's experienced that knows that it it comes with a a series of bad feelings. Mm -hmm. I've looked at myself every day and I've tried to evaluate myself and the woman that I love. And uh, for anyone out there speculating on like what I'm doing with my life now, I still love Nicole. I still Mm -hmm. would love to marry Nicole. I still would love to have a family with Nicole. Uh, There was an unfortunate set of circumstances where our relationship ended. There's been a lot of speculation recently about me being seen in public and everyone's thinking like, oh, John Cena's enjoying the single life. No, I was supposed to be married and Mm -hmm. have a honeymoon over these two weeks. It's the first time in 15 years that I've taken a vacation. I am in my house alone, Mm -hmm. surrounded by these emotionally strong memories. Mm -hmm. And every day from six to nine, I get out of the house and talk to strangers as social interaction. So there's a lot of pictures of me with like, hey, I'm here with this person or I'm here with this person. It's called living your life. You have to keep doing that. I don't want anybody else. I Mm. love Nicole, and I'm really trying to support her in in her trying to find whatever it is that she wants that made this fall apart in the first place. And in doing so, I'm also just trying to live. But uh, I don't have any other hopes other than maybe one day that we can work it out. You know, you said something interesting in, in there. You said, I, I love her and I still want a family with her. Yeah. Remember you coming on earlier talking about sticking points and every relationship has them. That's true. Scary things. But you kind of turned the beat around on that one. Well, and this is why. Uh, over the five years of our relationship or the six years of our relationship, if you look at me five years ago, stubborn, selfish, uh, self-focused, Life had always been about me. And then slowly over time, this woman waltzes in and just steals my heart. Mm. And whether I want to realize it or not, she becomes my number one. Mm. So I'm willing to go back on all of these things that I say. And a lot of them I was hanging on to just of stubbornness. I won't have kids. 
And it took a very strong look in the mirror for me to be like, why? Right. This person is my number one, and it's something that's very valuable to her. And of course we can do this, and I think yes. it would be wonderful. Granted, I'm often a horrible communicator yeah. when it comes to stuff like that. Like, I say the wrong thing, and I think guys out there know what I'm talking about. All of that switched because I love her. Mm. And, and all of those decisions, like, she's my number one, and I just want to make her happy. And um, she's happy. And, and that, we want to talk about taking one for the team and, and really sucking it up. She, I guess, needed a little time to find whatever it is she's looking for. Mm. And at the risk of my own emotional well-being, especially so close to that moment of I do, um, do you guys do you guys still talk, John? Or? Uh, we do. It's 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 difficult because um, I, I want her to be able to chase what she's looking yeah. for, and I feel as if I'm there, I may be enabling the situation. Oh. But those are like weird assumptions. Guys, it's all messed up, guys. It's a yeah. relationship. It's all messed up. The point is, for anyone out there speculating on what's going on, I love her. I want to be with her. I want to make her my wife. Mm. I want to be the father of her children. Oh. Uh, I just want us to work, and that's so just from here and um, all that other stuff you see is BS. I'm just trying to live life without your, her on a very emotional set of time that has been, been very difficult for me. I think the greatest takeaway from all this, I really do. I know for a fact that I was in love and I've never been in love before. And I'm telling you out there, it's real, it's horrible, it's beautiful, it's beautiful. And I hurt so much because I know it was there and it was real. And every day I take that and I have that. And if I never have another day with Nicole, I will take six years with Nicole over five years and 364 days any day of the week. And I'm so grateful. And if she's watching, I'm grateful for being able to stand by her side for six years. And that's, okay. that's, what, make, that's what should make you smile. Okay, can we have so the we're good. Can we're we have Kleenex, guys? We're good. There's it's it's, it's a, a rocky road, but yes. it's worth taking. Yes. And there you go. And then they drink. And then they drink. <laughs> yeah. All three of them. Was Awesome. It was awesome. And it made me it made me stop and think. And he was talking about how, you know, during his relationship with Bella with, with Nikki Bella, he realized she was his number one. Yeah. Who's your number one? Yeah. How do you treat your number one? Do you treat your number one like number two? Do you? <laughs> you shouldn't. Wow. Like who is your number one? Yeah. And some sometimes it's so easy to drive off that path, to drive off that road. And totally lose focus with who your number one is and what they really mean to you. And God forbid what your life would be like without yeah. them. Who's your number one? And sometimes it's not your fault that you drive off the road or you, because life gets in the way. Look, you have kids or you have like, you know, this that happens and, and, you know, work happens and you're crazy and you're running around and you have five minutes to talk. It happens. It does. And you just sometimes have to refocus. And I think maybe that's what this breakup did to him, made him refocus. And that's why I think maybe she's shocked at, you know, she's like, oh. Wow, well, maybe there is a chance for us because she did come back and say that. Maybe she's shocked at what he was saying. She was floored, she you said, know, by yeah. what he said. Look, you know, let's say you have driven off the road. Your number one is still over there. Look, look to your left. There's that road you just drove off of. Yeah. Your number one is still there. You can easily turn that wheel and get right back on that road. Yeah, Froggy. You know, one thing he said was he was very stubborn and he was like, no, I don't want to have kids. I don't want to have kids. And he realized that he had to change some of his uh, decision making and he had to be a little more open. And I think that that a lot of times is we're stuck in what we believe and we are always horse blinders on only want to do what we want to do. And you have to open up your mind and open up your beliefs to the other side of things. And I think that that's very strong that he's willing to do that now. And hopefully that they will be able to work this out 
and move down the road and have a family and be together. I just, I think it's awesome he opened up like that. That was so real and so awesome. So cool. Nice guy. Yeah, he's such a sweetheart. And he does a great job. On NBC, they yeah. should hire him full time. <laughs> Who are they going to get rid of? There, I said it. He's going to sit in the middle of Hoda and Kathy Lee. He should take a big pay cut and go work for NBC. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> no, he's doing okay. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. I'm so glad we could play that, and uh, thank you to NBC. Even though we didn't ask for permission, we're, no. we're thanking them. We're, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah. And I'm right. sure- I'm sure they're they okay. love you. You're an employee over there. No, I'm not. <laughs> You're not. You know, people. You know, I do that that artist of the month thing. You know, several times a month, which yeah. doesn't make sense. And uh, they're like, well, "Hey, yeah, yeah." yeah. Like, no, I don't work for them. Oh, all right. Well, I wish I did. I like them a lot. Hey, uh, let's go talk to Krista. Hello, Krista. What's going on? Hey, Elvis. Not much. What's going on with you guys? Yeah, just sitting here, sitting around talking about John Cena on yeah. the Today Show yesterday. What'd you think about what you heard? Oh, my gosh. I seriously just started crying in my car. I'm on my way to work. And I'm like, now I need some Kleenex. I just love him even more now. He's so sweet. Isn't he, right? Yeah, no. I think we knew. We we sort of knew that about him before this. But but for him to, like, go on national TV to say, here it is. Mm -hmm. He opened it up and said, I don't care. I'm going to tell you what's on my mind. I, I love that. That, to me, is... Is great TV. I'm yeah. glad that we could witness that yesterday. Yep. So, uh, do you have? A I know num- that is incredible. Do you have a number one in your life? I do. My husband, Mark. All right, good. He's my number one. All right, keep it that way. Aww. Of course. Like Danielle said, don't treat number one like number two. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, yeah, Krista. I hope not. Have a great day. Okay. All right, moving along. Uh, what's oh scary? Scary. Yeah, scary. He wants to say something. Interesting text. Uh, the takeaway from the story was that people, uh, when they're given a, the latitude to sit there and talk, like John Cena did for four or five minutes, they get to actually tell their story in that long format, rather than the way that he's being painted by the tabloids and the way they choose to interpret the story. Well, yeah, but, you know. Well, that's what he was saying. Is like yeah. you know all these it's stories crazy. are out there that oh here's John Cena living his life. Here's John Cena hanging out with this person. He's like I go out of my house three hours every day because I'm supposed to be on my honeymoon and I'm home alone in my house for two weeks. Yeah, I, I was thinking you know? about that. He's supposed to be on his honeymoon right, right now, and he said he's working on in, in front of a camera. Yeah, I'm like, good God, man. Let's take John Cena on a honeymoon. I would I would have gone on the honeymoon. Can we all chip in and take him on a trip? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Hey, Courtney, finally with you, then we got to move on. How how you doing, Courtney? Good. How are you this morning? Doing well, doing well. I, I'm thinking about my number one. I'm so happy I have one. Aww. Anyway, you, you, so your fiancé is your number one? Yeah, my fiancé, Ryan. We've been together for six years, and I call him my soulmate, and I couldn't imagine life without him, so I totally relate to everything John said. And, it, you know, it makes total sense. It resonates with me. There you go. Well, Courtney, tell him we said hi, and make sure you keep him at number one, okay? Yeah. I sure will. Thanks, guys. Have All a right. great morning. You too. Thanks for listening. All right, let's take a break. Uh, who's doing the phone tap? I like how we're going from this heart-wrenching, emotional, thought-provoking conversation <laughs> to uh, us calling someone yeah. and pranking, pranking them. And ruining their lives. And ruining their lives. It's <laughs> very nice. Breaking up their family. That's very nice. Who does the phone tap today? Uh, today, it belongs to Garrett. Okay, good. Garrett. Perfect. Garrett has the phone tab. Just coming up next. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. About to get into your phone tap with Garrett. Uh, I, I couldn't help but go online yesterday and watch Scary as he was at a Dunkin' Donuts appearance <laughs> up in uh, like North Central Park. Yeah. Like it was great. Central Park North. He says, you know where Central Park North is, right? I said, yeah, it's north of south. Yeah. 
Anyway, you were doing Instagram Live at the Dunkin' Donuts. They have this new donut that's just in time for the royal wedding this mm-hmm. weekend. Of course. It's called the Royal Love Donut. It's everywhere. It is everywhere, except for the two you scarfed down. <laughs> Right right there on camera. And you had it all over your face. Like, this is why I gross. never could do anything in the food service industry, because I would forget about it. You would I eat would everything. Be, I would be dead. Uh, I really would be. I'd be eating everything in, in public. i eat all the all the um, the profits. Elvis, anyway. the, the problem with yesterday, though, as he was eating the donuts, he so, was wearing gloves, but he was also handing out donuts. Yeah. So, so I was so, behind the counter, and I was serving donuts. And you're wearing gloves. He said, I guess I can eat these. I'm wearing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. No, my question was, what? is it okay to eat and then, but I have the gloves on and then no. serve the public? No. I, no. Uh, Change the gloves. No. Right? No. It they was, entered. I don't care what anyone yeah, else says. No. It's, the answer is no. No. <laughs> no. Here's the problem with Instagram Live. When I go live on my account, there's no editing. It's not an Insta story. I can't do this. No, no okay, do-overs. Okay. Calm down. C- calm down, Mary. It's okay. So for 20 minutes, I was approaching people in the street, approaching cars <laughs> at red lights, and then we got into a horse-drawn carriage. And we started passing them out in Central Park, the the Royal Love Donut. Of course you were. You understand? The you were like you were like royalty. Oh yeah. Was your horse at a trot or a canter? It was Royal Jelly Donuts. Of course, oh, yeah. Royal Jelly. Yeah. It was Royal, the jelly. There was jelly in the Royal Love Donuts. So it was. Well, you know what Royal Jelly is, don't you? No. What's that? Anyway. So, uh, so we do love Dunkin' Donuts. We love their royal love donut. Mm. I just love watching you like hand one to a, a listener, and then you ate one. And then shove one in your pie hole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One for me, two for you. Exactly. One for it's me. So good, it, I no, know. It's the other way around. Two for me, none for you. None for you. We're missing some inventory. We're not sure where it went. Well, they knew Scary was coming. They made extra. <laughs> so it's good. Anyway, even uh, Dunkin' Donuts is in on this big wedding this weekend. Yeah, everybody. So I know Saturday morning we're waking up uh, bright and early. In beautiful uh, South Florida, we'll be uh, at my, in Miami Beach at Eden Rock, yeah. and we're gonna just watch the, the ceremony. Yep. I got a question. What's that? What's with the stupid hats? Those they, aren't stupid they're hats. Not stupid. That's tradition. They wore them to my wedding too. Oh my god! What? What? I just I was watching something and there's like there's like all frillies and squiggly things yes. coming off their hats oh, seven feet in the air. Oh, I thought you were talking about crowns. No, no like the stupid. No, not crowns. They're, they're stupid, stupid hats. Those, those, those are big. Yes. Those are tradition. My mother-in-law wore one to my wedding, and oh. our, some of our other um, English um, guests wore them. They're called well. fascinators. They're, yeah. they're called stupid. Hats. No, no stop called, it. You're called stupid. You're stupid. It's with the stupid hat. <laughs> I, lo- I love listening back to you guys. It's called your stupid. Uh, that it makes me wonder, who's stupid? Yeah. Take that stupid hat anyway, off your head. You're it, getting married. I am so excited. And a lot of my friends are like, why are you so excited about a royal wedding halfway around the world? I mean, because I think it's tradition. I yes. think it's great. I think it's, it's interesting. It brings a country together. It's awesome. It's, it's the story of a, it's a prince, yeah. a princess. It's, it's like a, it's, a, it's a fairy tale. It is. You know what? My fairy tale isn't enough. I need to live others as well. Oh, yeah. My friends and I were having this discussion over the weekend. I was like, you know, she's given up a lot for him. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, she can't do any social media. She can't work. She's not going to be an actress anymore on her show. She's not this. She can't wear this. She can't do this. And they were like, she's going to be a freaking princess, Daniel. <laughs> I know. I said, and? They're like, I'd do it. And I'm, they're like, you wouldn't do it? I was like, I, I don't know. I would have to think about it. Do your friends really talk like they that? They really do. All right, just checking. <laughs> anyway, so Saturday morning, it's bright and early. What, 8 o'clock our time? Is I, it I don't 8 know. or 7? 7, I think. I think the coverage starts at 7. Well, I'll be up at 6. 
to make sure I don't miss a moment. Are you going to eat I crumpets? saw he was going to start live coverage at 5 a.m. I'm oh, like, wow. okay, we're just on my own. I'm there. Whoever starts first, I'm with them. Are you going to have crumpets in your bed and everything? <laughs> yes. And a stupid hat. Stop it. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Let's get froggy. into the... <laughs> get excited. Oh, they're, I'm excited for no. them. No. Yes. Okay, okay, Froggy, just... You're Sit such over there. a bah humbug. You really are. No, I just, I think, I just don't get it. I just, okay, while that's why we're watching, I ask you. While we're watching them get married, he'll be watching golf. <laughs> oh, so exciting. All right, Gary, all right. tell us all about it. So Megan wants to play a phone tap on her boyfriend, Tim. Now, Megan's a nanny and gets some weird calls from time to time of people wanting to hire her. So I'm going to call Megan looking to set up the call, but uh, we jump right into it because her boyfriend, Rich, uh, her boyfriend, Tim, is actually right there. Who's Rich? I'm sorry. Another guy I was thinking about. Okay, okay. Rich. There is no Rich in this yeah. phone tip. So her boyfriend, Tim, is yeah. right there. So yep. you jumped right into action. Let's hear what happens. Here we go. Hello? Hey, Megan. It's Garrett from the radio station. Hi. Um, I don't... Is, is there any way we could talk a little bit later? Oh, is... Are you with him? Uh-huh. Just, just start describing yourself. To me, as if uh, you're giving me all your details, and uh, we'll take it from there, okay? Um, well, I I have long brown hair. I have hazel eyes. Um, great, great. Keep going. I'm 5'9". Who are you um, talking to? Um, it's just a job, honey. I have a 30-inch uh, waist. Oh, what the hell? Give me the phone! Who the hell is this? Uh, hi, um, I was just uh, replying to the job that I put out there. I was what just job? Call, uh, what I, job? I was just calling back about a babysitting job. Why the heck do you need to know like her hair color? What? Why do you need to know her waist size? Are Who you, the f- is this? Are you her pimp or, or something? Her or, pimp? Are you kidding me? You, what? No, I'm her boyfriend. Uh, a boy. Uh, okay. What? Yeah, it's I've never boy. done. I've never done any anything like this before. No, you're not going to do anything like this. Well, I put an ad out on the internet looking for a nanny, and she responded back, and I was just calling her to see if she would be interested in the job. Well, I don't understand why you need a nanny who has particular hair color, eye well, color. See, see I, I, have a tough, I, I have a tough nine-to-five job, and I like to come home and relax a little bit and have a nanny come over and watch me as I sit in a diaper. What the f- are you talking about? Honey, lay off. I need this job. What the f- are you talking about? Well, I have na- nannies come over and watch me, you know, in a diaper just for an hour or two. That and is kind sick, of- you pervert. Where do you live? Well, first off, can she come over? To- no. I, I'm looking to, I, I would pay a good rate. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm very. Are you kidding me? Do you think my girlfriend's some sort of hooker? Well, no. no. Money's not an option. I will kill you. Well, uh, well, can can you at least just finish describing what she looks like? So no. Can- Calling back. Oh, so, sir, sir, I'm I'm not looking for any trouble. That's not. Well, you no, found it. Uh, all right. You found it. I was just looking to see if she was still interested. Do you in want a babysitter? Job. I'll come over there and I'll babysit you. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm gonna come over there. I'm gonna put your face into a damn wall. Uh, uh, all right, and I'm break your legs. And, oh, oh my God! And, and, oh. I'm gonna beat the living out of you. Oh my God! Oh you yes! And yes! I'm gonna pound your. I will pay. I will pay extra for both of you if you come over. You are the sickest in the world. What is the matter with you? I beat the living out of you. I. I... Leave us alone. So I'm gonna take that as as a maybe. She's 
She's a babysitter. She watches babies, not sick, grown men with some sort of weird complex. You don't understand. I have a tough job, and I just like to relax sometimes. You have, so. I have a job that's tough, and I don't wear a diaper. You should consider it. It's great. It feels great sometimes. No, I'm not considering that. I think now might be a good time to tell you, my name's Garrett from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, and you just got phoned out by Megan. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I just made an ass of myself in Best Buy. I love you, honey. I am going to get you back for this. Oh, my Lord. I love it. That was creepy, that Garrett. Was awesome. I need help. Garrett, that was awesome. <laughs> that is, this is creepy. So good. All right. He went right at it. Once again, I would have hung up the phone and just finished my day at Best Buy. Hey, well, thank you. I'm concerned for myself at this point. I, I would be, too. <laughs> if you have an idea for a phone tap, and just, or if just someone you know is very gullible, very phone... Get out of my cookies. Uh -oh. oh, my gosh, really? Are you saving them for something? Just stop. The donuts do weren't enough. Let me do the show, man. Get out of my cookies. Okay, if you, have an idea, if you have an idea for a phone tap, please go to ElvisDuran.com and click on the phone tap link. <laughs> thank you, Gary. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. God, seriously, I know they're Tate's, but you gotta. Like, there's, these are mine. I yeah, saw that to, green bag but how, about, how about you say, hey, Elvis, could I have one, please? No, he just started. How about that? You saw what he did. And he, he grabbed it. He went around me. Yeah. And started attacking my tapes. Elvis randomly yells out, get out of my cookies. Well, no, it's like, <laughs> I know they're tapes. How many are left in that bag? Okay, there's a one. Two. They're all crushed. What'd you do? They look perfect. Look, uh, I know it's National Chocolate Chip Day or something. <laughs> I love May it. I have one, please? Yeah, see? See, I asked. Oh. There's an idea. May I have one, please? No. You lost your chance. You can't eat just one. You need one tray. Mm. May I have one sleeve, please? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm. This is a commercial? That should just be the commercial. Don't no. talk with your mouth full. No, I've got information. Uh, you can actually send Tate's. You know what? S get Scary's address and send them to his apartment. <laughs> I'll save you 20%. Go to tatesbakeshop.com, and when you enter the promo code Elvis, you get 20% off your next order. How do you like that? I love it. This is so good. <laughs> and I'm going to challenge. I'm going to take your challenge. I'm going to try to just eat one and see what happens. I don't think we can. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, go to tatesbakeshop.com. When you're checking out, save 20% if you use the promo code Elvis. The National Radio Hall of Famer. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Well, how funny. They just talked about the Hall of Fame. The Radio Hall of Fame yeah. is in Chicago. And uh, I was inducted, what, two years ago? Yeah. 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 They just released the names of the new radio, uh, the people who are being nominated to be inducted. Right. And our good friend next door, Jim Kerr, is up for nomination. Get out! Now, do you get a vote because you're already in? Yeah, so I'm. I get to vote. That's amazing. This is great because I'm in. Yeah. So I'm definitely Jim Kerr. You have my vote. I, we love you, Jim Kerr. But, I can't vote, but you'd have my vote too. Exactly. <laughs> but they also have like uh, I think it's public oh, fan favorites, mm -hmm. so everyone can vote. Starting I think in early June or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Our good friend Ellen Kay is up. Oh. And Angie Martinez oh. down the hallway at, at Power. Oh, my gosh. All these people? I know. we got to get our friends to, to vote for our friends. Yeah. Well, now, how many votes do you get being a Hall of Fame member? Do you get to vote on each category, or do you just get one vote? Well, I get one vote in that very specialized category, which is like, you know, 
Lord God, King <laughs> Mofo, whatever. <laughs> but uh, but we'll, when it's time for you to vote for our friends, mm-hmm. uh, we'll let you know. We'll we'll sway it. Mm. Come on, it, sway it, feel, it. it feels good being an H of effort. <laughs> that is Hall of Famer. Is that what it is? So in Staten Island, the Emanuel family, there's a silver box in their yard for. Years, they just oh, it's a box in the yard. It's a, it's like a, it's a covered electric box or yeah. whatever. They thought it was it was right there by some trees, cable box. What is it? Oh, who cares? Leave it there. Well, they went to replace the trees on the side of their home, and they f- were surprised to find out this myster- mysterious box uh, is actually a safe. Wow. With bags in the safe containing thousands upon thousands of smelly, soaking wet money, jewelry, diamonds, engagement rings, dozens of rings, gold, jade. I mean, it's all there. Now, where did the, who did they buy the house from? Oh, I don't know the details. All I know is this is what they found. Okay. It's like the pirate's booty. Well, it's yours now that you own the house. <laughs> well, I love that term, pirate's booty. It's delicious popcorn. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I think it's like the actual oh, rare end of a I pirate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two different minds here. But you, it's a very interesting question you ask. Who owns it? Well, I would think if it's on your property, finders keepers, yeah, right? Yeah, you bought right. the house and it's on your property. You pay the mortgage every month and well, I think it's yours. Right there in between all the matted down, probably unusable currency, but all the diamonds and jewels was a little piece of paper with an address. Oh. A house down the street. So they went and knocked on the door and asked them, hey, were you ever robbed? And the people at the house said, yeah, back in 2011. Someone stole our safe with about $52,000 worth of property in it. So they said, well, is this your safe? And they said, my God, it's our safe. Oh, my goodness. So, So someone had robbed them, stole their safe, and buried it down the street. Never came back and, and picked it up. We don't know why. Yeah. Maybe they were just stupid and forgot where they put it. Didn't draw a map. How do you not notice somebody burying a safe in your backyard? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, they we, stole it from down the road. We have lots of questions. But my favorite part of the story is this. People asked them, why did you return it? And uh, Maria Emanuel said it wasn't a question. It wasn't our stuff. It oh, wasn't ours. That's so nice. So they returned it. Because you know half the people would have said two. Finders, keepers, losers. Weepers. I mean, I hope Froggy. they gave them like an emerald or something. <laughs> Why you got to put me on the spot? Here's a bonus emerald. You know? Froggy, if you uh, there in your beautiful home in South Florida went under that palm tree and found a safe with $52,000 of, of uh, whatever, would you, and you could figure out where it came from, would you return it or just stay quiet? We'd be doing some negotiating. Well, okay. Aww. Well, that's. No, I'd be like, listen, I found you safe. Here it is. And then ho- I would hope that they would give me something in return. You're like, going to stand there with your hand out. Y- yeah. Would right? You? Yeah. Danielle. Yeah. In your, uh, in your backyard in beautiful New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Back by the pool and the... <laughs> In the, jacu- in the jacuzzi. We don't have a Come jacuzzi. Come on, Danielle. You're a Bronx chick. <laughs> be real. Come on. I, what would you do with $50,000 worth of loot? Okay. So, if there was a note... I would have to bring it back with the with the address. If there was no note, that that's mine. But if there's a note, I would have done the same thing. I would have brought it back because I wouldn't have been able to live with myself. And would you hope for something as a reward? Of course. Like I said, throw me an emerald. <laughs> okay. Here's, <laughs> here's some jade. Throw me a little something, something. Well, I don't know. What about you, Scary? See, I would return it, but I would expect a tip. 
Like, I, I mean, I would not. A tip. It's just like, you know what? I gave you $52,000 worth of your stuff back that you, as long gone, you probably collected your insurance from that stuff anyway. Give so me, you'd want like 20000 of it. Give me something. How give much me, would you want? Give me a diamond. Throw, throw me a, a, All right. a Give me a diamond. Coin. <laughs> All right. A gold coin. Well, okay. I, 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 I see where you're coming from. It feels good to be rewarded for doing the right thing, but yeah. the key words there are the right thing. Mm. You did the right thing. And that really, the reward is that you did the right thing. The right thing works two, two ways, by the way. They should do the right thing. If well, I, do the right thing. I know, but that's that's then then up to them. Yeah. Right, straight Nate? Yeah. Come on, you're from Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, You've got a screw loose. Have you ever found money? I tell you what, no. I found a safe once. Yeah? I t- spent 15 minutes trying to crack that thing open. Those things are hard to open. You don't no, have no, key no, the key back at, where, Where'd you find a safe? It was in front of my apartment building. What? You're what? sitting there? Yeah, just sitting there. Shut up. So, I mean, I got a hammer, and I was out there at four in the morning banging on oh, the thing. Oh, yeah. Nobody thought strange of that. No. <laughs> wouldn't you, if you no, found I, a safe, wouldn't you try whoa, 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 and open it? Describe, Come on, Elvis. Describe the safe. It was a it was a, like a safe with a turn thing. Did it have a wheel? Did it yeah, wheels it had the on wheel it? Uh, lock thing? Or did it have no, wheels on it? It didn't have wheels on it. It was just one of these safes, like you know, uh, with the combination lock. Okay, all right. And you tried to square... open it at four in the morning. Yeah, because I was Why leaving for work. Why didn't you wait till the sun came up so it looked a little less obvious? <laughs> no. well, okay, so did you at least move it? Because it's, if, if, I'll if... tell you, those are very heavy. And then I came back later, and you could see where the cement was cracked. Somebody was picking it up and trying to drop it to open it up. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, I found a safe in front of my apartment building. Well, so what happened to the safe? Well, it was gone, gone uh, the next day, because I think the trash man picked it up. I don't think there was anything in there, because a lot of you people tried to get in that. You know, I bought a house once, and it had a safe in it, <laughs> yeah. and we had we had, someone, we had to find someone who would come out and crack the safe open yeah. for us. And so, for one day before they arrived, we were fantasizing about what's in that safe. Wow, mm-hmm. yeah. Where are we going to go on vacation with all that money? Seriously. And what was in there? Nothing. <laughs> Not a damn thing. Yeah, nothing. It's like, a, meh, meh. So here's the thing. <laughs> if you if you leave a safe abandoned somewhere, leave yeah. it open. Yeah. If you have true. stuff in there, then lock it. So but I'll it, know I have something to, yeah. know, to to pay off. And you could pick up this safe, and we tried to, to rattle it, but it was so heavy, it was hard to rattle it. Rattling around. a safe. Yeah, to see if there's to, something in there. We tried to rattle it. <laughs> uh, hello, David. <laughs> Hello, lady. Hello, lady. So, uh, did someone hey. steal your safe? <laughs> I've never asked no. anyone that. What happened? No, here's here's the problem. That homeowner had homeowner's insurance. That whole safe contents was insured. So now they're double dipping by getting the safe back. I must assume that. Uh. And so once again, we must assume they did the right thing and reimbursed the insurance company. Yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't. No, There's they no didn't. way in hell. Well, I don't know that. <laughs> But they have all the ori- the originals are coming back, but all the money from the insurance bought all that stuff all over again. So now they have everything duplicated. Mm. Wow. Mm. Yeah. See? There's a lot of a lot of opportunity to do the right thing. Yeah. And I'm, so you're, you guys are thinking, no, they didn't do And no one did the right thing here. No. Right. Have a nice day, guys. You too, David. Thanks for bringing that up. Bye. Now I feel dirty. <laughs> uh, hi. Hi, Matt. How you doing? Doing okay. So your wife found a ring in the, at, at a no, restaurant. No, no, no. I, I own I own a bunch of restaurants, and over the years I've I've found many many rings, let's say, by washing stations and, and uh, expensive articles. But I've returned all of them over the years. Uh, one of the restaurants closed, and nobody ever came to claim it. My wife's wearing like a thirty thirty five thousand dollar ring. So where is that ring now? What are you doing with it? My wife's wearing it. Nobody ever came to claim it. But oh, if they wow. ever came back, I always gave it back to them. 
and they would they would give the busboy like a hundred bucks or whatever. Right. Well, that's good though. You know? Yeah. That's a great. Uh, yeah, uh, thank yeah, you. Thank yeah. you for returning my ring. And but you did the right thing as as far as you could take it. You you tried your best to find the owner, and you couldn't. So. No, your wife's got yeah, a little sparkly nice. on her finger. That's nice. Right. It's a bonus. <laughs> no, and sometimes sometimes you would hold it for a year or two. There was a woman who came every Thanksgiving. One Thanksgiving, she left it. Two years later, she remembered on Thanksgiving, this is where I must have left it. So you own a bunch of restaurants? Yeah. Yeah, Pizza Hut? <laughs> no, no pizza. All right, just asking. Just curious. All right, well, Matt, thank you very much. I, I, it's nice to know that if you leave your ring at the restaurant Somebody that Matt will, owns, yeah. they're going to find you. I like that. Thanks for listening to us. Okay, back to this safe thing. Christina. Yeah, you, you, you found a safe. <laughs> were you, were you oh, in a bank, by the yeah. way? <laughs> no, no. Where, where, where were you? Where'd you find a safe? Well, we were snorkeling in Key Largo, and uh, my dad came across this metal safe that was kind of dug in the sand. And he opened it up, and there was hand grenades and like a couple thousand dollars of cash. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> wow. And actually, I do have to say that he did detonate the hand grenade and throw it. So. Yeah, tell me about it. That's frightening. See, if I found a safe while I was snorkeling uh, in Key Largo, I would want doubloons. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone? Doubloons? Doubloons. Am I right? Huh? Am yeah, I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... All right. Well, we thank you. Off a pirate ship. We loved it. Well, Christina, other than, okay, wait a second. Other than the grenades, what did he find in there? Uh, a couple thousand dollars worth of cash. Wow. So it was some cash and it was a couple hand grenades that were in there. Grenades. Yeah, I would have been out of there. I'm like, keep your money. I'm out. Uh-huh. Right, yeah, well, yeah. Thank you, Christina. Thanks for listening to us. Right, what, what would you do if you found a car with keys in it? I wouldn't do like, anything. Just sitting there. I wouldn't like, do anything. What, what, are you in my driveway? But it looked abandoned in a driveway. But it looked abandoned. Like it was just sitting I would there. call. I would call the police. <laughs> okay. You know how many times? Remember when I lived out in the country? I would be yeah. driving to work and there'd be cars on fire. <laughs> yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd be on the phone with Elvis. He's like, oh, there's another car fire. I'm going to call you back. <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess for insurance reasons, whatever, they would drive them out to my house and catch them on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I called the police like three times. Finally, they said, Mr. Durant, could we have you mo- a moment with you? Like, I, they wanted to blame me for for burning up cars. I'm like, what, what do I look like? I'm not, what are you doing? I'm not burning up cars in the countryside. Um, the hell sure? is that? Are you sure? But back to your question. Danielle, I don't know where you're going with this. If you found a car with keys in it, what would you do? I would think somebody got like carjacked. I wouldn't think I'm supposed to yeah, steal no, it. I would, I I really, would, I would, I would call too. the I would immediately I, call the police. I would think there was a missing person. That's what I, I would get nervous. Right. Yeah. Well, no, let the police handle that. You're not Nancy Drew over there. What if you found a house with a key in the lock? <laughs> what you the key, what if, the, what if the house was unlocked and you found it? It's totally unlocked, so it's, it's totally fair to walk <laughs> right in. Just go in and take seat. What's, like what's the homestead law? Is that, is what the hell's is wrong that, with you? Is that the law? What is it? No, yeah. I can, what, what if I squat in a house for like two years? Is it mine? <laughs> Yeah. What if it was a mobile home? Would you drive it away? <laughs> Hello, Nicole. I have questions. Hi, how are you? Hi. I'm not doing well. Nicole, uh, wait, you found a safe too? So my friends bought a really old house, and there was a safe in the wall in the basement, and they were looking for somebody, a locksmith, to help them open it. And one of the locksmiths, the only way he would come is if, they would, if he was entitled to half of what was in the safe. Oh, so, please. They could have found someone else. But So what happened? <laughs> so he opened it up, and what did they find? 
Womp, womp, womp. Nothing. <laughs> Good. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of creepy. Wow. Well, yes, I do I... know how to crack a safe, yeah. but I'm entitled to take home half of what we find. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, get out of here, exactly. you creep. I love that. That is oh creepy. All right, thanks, Nicole. There. Thanks. I don't know. <laughs> yes, if I open your safe, you have to give me half of what's inside. Oh, you know what? If let me, you're there with me, you mean? No, no that's what this locksmith yeah, yeah, yeah. said. Right. I mean, let me go find another locksmith. No, yeah, right. That's crooked, cool. man. No, you pay the locksmith <laughs> what you're supposed to pay him, and you give him an emerald. <laughs> Hi, Heather. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. So your dad actually had his safe stolen. Uh, yes, it was in a storage building, and uh, someone broke into the storage building and stole the safe. Um, we live in a very small town, so... It was all over the news that um, he got the safe stolen that had three sticks of dynamite and some cash in it. God. (laughs) It was later found um, on the side of the road because someone had to literally pull off the front of it with a truck. Well, so was there really dynamite inside? There was. Wow. Was it set to explode? Uh, no, it wasn't. It was just three sticks that, um, I don't even know how he acquired them. But yeah, I don't know. What, hey, Dad, why do you have <laughs> sticks of dynamite in your safe? That, that, no, that's a boom box. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Elvis, where do you keep your sticks of dynamite? I don't have sticks of dynamite. <laughs> Are you I sure? I don't have a safe. I don't have, you know what, I, you know, I tell you what, Heather, when I check into those hotels, they have those safes yeah. you can put your stuff in. Right. I, I've never really had anything that worthy of putting in a safe. No. Listen, you know, you should take all valuables to the manager's office. I don't have anything that valuable. What am I going to do? Oh, my gosh. I don't take my emeralds on vacation with me. Do you ever see those videos online, like, of a person taking a safe from, like, a convenience store and walking out the front door with it? What are they doing? I always like, how do they they manage Isn't there an easier way to make a living? I like the people who tie the uh, chains to the ATM and pull it out of the wall. Yeah, so stupid. Yeah, that's going to work well. Uh All right, Heather, thank you. You tell your dad we said hi, and find out more about that, uh, those sticks of dynamite. Get back. To us. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for listening to us. What's scary? You know, I never put my valuables in the safe in the hotel because I feel like that's a quick way they could just make off with your cash. Just take the safe and leave. Yeah. But, but the bolts are inside the inside the safe, scare. Right? No, but no, no, no. You can get out of it. But you L- tuck no, yourself okay. away in your pants. Pockets. You're right. That's why I hide stuff in my pockets. <laughs> Let's get into the Danielle report. Danielle, right. what's okay. going on? So if you're excited about Deadpool 2, you're not the only one. So many people cannot wait. Gory and glorious, rude romp Deadpool 2 is violently on target, according to the Daily News. It got four-star reviews, so get ready. I know, Brody, you excited? Yeah. Your kids going to that one? Yeah, without me. Oh, really? We'll be in Florida. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, let's talk about Rise. Can you believe it? Canceled after one season. The show is not coming back for a second season. That's crazy, right? Superman star Margot Kidder. She passed away 69 years old. You know she played opposite Christopher Reeve in the 1978 blockbuster and the three sequels. She had a recurring role on Brothers and Sisters in Smallville. uh, And she battled a lot of different disorders, so... Our best goes out with her fam to her family, of course. Um, so there you go. Uh, let's talk about Dave Chappelle and John Stewart teaming up for a summer comedy tour. With a who? Yes, John Stewart and Dave Chappelle. Oh wow! They booked a seven-day uh, tour. It starts June 11th in Boston and ends June 24th in El Paso. Tickets go on sale Friday morning. So get ready. I know Brody. Brody, 
all these stories that I'm doing, you're so excited about. Let's go to the El Paso show. <laughs> you're going to go together today. You ought to go to the El Paso show. I ought yeah. to go. Uh, Ronda Rousey will get her first WWE title shot at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view next month. So if you're going to pay for that, you're going to get to see that. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, um, 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 Kevin Hart is in talks to do a remake of a 1974 comedy, Uptown Saturday Night. The original uh, starred Sidney Poitier, Poitier and some guy named Bill Cosby. Okay, let's move on. What? Some guy named Bill Cosby. I don't know who huh. is that. Uh, did you hear what I said before, Elvis? Rise got canceled. Already? One season. I thought I thought they have a new season starting like tonight. It got canceled after one season. Everyone I know loves Rise. Well, guess what? They didn't watch it enough. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Drake and Migos will hit the road together this summer. Uh, pre-sales for the tour begin tomorrow, um, and then tickets go on sale for the general public on Friday. My son is calling me, so I have to go take this call. Thank you. Well, I had a call from the alarm company. We were talking about breaking and were entering. You really? My alarm went off. Well, hold on. Oh, come Hello? on. Hello. All right, I got, we got it. We got to take matter? a. Well, no, you're on the radio here. I'll be right back. All right. Uh, you know, the wheels are falling off our car here. we got to take a break. I just want to take that phone call coming into your phone right now. There is no phone call coming into my phone right now. Thank you for saying that. Why did you say that? There's no phone call oh, coming. Oh, because I saw the thing light up. All right. All right, so we have to take a break. We have alarms going off. We have kids calling. We don't have time for this show. No. <laughs> We'll take a break. We'll let you know on the other side if everything's okay. Elvis Duran. You know who that person is? Who is that? Who is that? King of the world. And the morning show. Hey, it's Elvis Duran. You've heard how Wells Fargo is holding themselves accountable for recent issues. They're working hard to rebuild trust, reestablish core values, and stay vigilant. So check out where they're headed at wellsfargo.com slash renew. You just might be surprised. It's a great show. Elvis Duran, Elvis Duran. Radio talk show host. Duran is the ringleader. Famous voice. Hello, lady. How are you? Elvis Duran in the morning show. We got a problem with Jimmy. Jimmy, what's the deal? Okay. So, I'm driving to work. I drive an hour commute to my job. I'm about five minutes into my car ride. And a mouse pops out of the front the front air conditioner that shoots on the front window. Yeah. So I'm like, ah! <laughs> okay. And then it jumps out onto the dashboard. So I'm like, ah! Then comes over, jumps over the steering wheel, onto my lap, running around the whole car, jumping on all the seats for the whole hour. And I'm just having a... What do you I do? I mean, I, I, first of all, it's a little—it's a little mouse. Yeah. It's a little mouse. It's just a mouse. It's so, not a little mouse. No. It's five inches long. Well, where where is he now? He—he's back in the front—the front air conditioner. I so he okay. So oh, he crawled yeah. back into his air conditioning cave. Don't put the air conditioner on. Don't kill him. Turn it on heat. No, no. <laughs> little medium, <laughs> medium rare that. mouse. Don't do that. That will smell. <laughs> That's a good name for a band, medium rare mouse. <laughs> so, okay, look, it's just a mouse. He's not going to hurt you. And, and and we want you to be safe. If you're driving yeah. right now and you're freaking out, you know, that could be a problem. He's probably more scared of you than you are of him. Well, yeah, of course, but that doesn't help him. No. So... I'm not realizing there's mouse poop all over the dashboard. He's been in here for days. Yeah, and you're, when you turn that a- AC on high, it's going to blow poop in your eyes. Oh. 
poop blower. So now how do you get it out? Like, do you put a piece of cheese on the, ch- on the seat? <laughs> do mice really like cheese? They do, don't they? Because before no. I, I don't know. What I don't do you know. Mean, no. In yes, the cartoons, they, they always love exactly. cheese. Exactly. In every cartoon I've ever seen, you put a piece of cheese yeah. out, the mouse comes. Unless this mouse is lactose intolerant, I think it's fine. Okay, so what are you going to do? A mouse trap. Okay, what are you going to do? Trap. What are you going to do? A mouse trap? Well, you know, someone would say those are not humane. Let me look this up for you. <laughs> How to get a mouse out of is a car. It, aren't, don't they have those mouse traps where they, the mouse can crawl in and uh, and it doesn't hurt them and you can release them somewhere else? Mm. Am I being a little too nice to the mice? I don't know. Mice it's, nice? It's a big mouse. It's big. It's like five inches long. Those, the mouse traps are tiny that do that. Well, guys have been, known to, have been known to add a couple inches when measuring things. Yeah. So maybe three inches. I don't know how big your mouse really is, Jimmy. All right, so... Counting the tail. Okay, no. <laughs> That's what she said. Are you counting the tail? No, wait a minute. Let's 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 think this through. Are you still driving? Are you still on your commute? I'm I'm parked outside a, a price right, thinking about going and buying a mouse trap. All right. Okay, well, wait. What? I found something. It says honk your horn before you start the engine. If your key fob has that function, you'll be able to do that from a distance. Making loud noises gets rid of mice in the car, along with cats or any other animals. Well, wait. It scares them away. Well, hold on a second. He's if the, in the car. If the mouse yeah. is already in his air conditioning system, is there an exit? Can he get out of it? I don't know. I mean, Doesn't other than say. in the car, like outside. Who knows cars? Anyone? Mm-hmm. No. Mouse nests. I had worked on my car, so they had the doors open. So I think that's how it got in. Well, well it's said awful. to look under the hood of your vehicle because there could be a mouse nest there, and it's, it's easily. Not, oh, you did. Oh, did that. Oh, There's just a mouse. Okay. Well. And he's just running around like it's a, it's a. The mouse has claimed his car as his yeah. castle. Sorry. All right. Should just... I honk my horn and see if it comes out? Yes. No, no mouse is okay, going to run from that, that horn. That is the weakest horn I've ever heard. If I was a mouse, I would go to that horn. Yeah. Did it leave? Nope. Oh, gosh. Scary <laughs> says you should try peanut butter no. and not, not uh, cheese. Uh, I'm so scared. No, don't be scared. <laughs> Are you driving a mouse Mercedes? Uh, <laughs> it's not funny. Wait, this says, hold on. Okay, I'm hold on. All I, kinds I, of stuff I have here. someone here who's going to help us out. Hold on. This is Ro. Hi, Ro. Hello. Now you've had a house, you've had a mouse living in your Honda for the last two years. <laughs> what? Two freaking years. Now, what, yes, what's this mouse living on? What kind of food is in there? I live in the Poconos, and every time I bring my car into the mechanics, they open up my uh, under the glove compartment, and he's been living in one of the filters. Pretty soon, I'm going to find a recliner. A, TV. a little TV in there. But did, did well, you give him a name at this point? Oh, my God. Mortimer. Mortimer. Mortimer mouse. No, wait a minute. How can a mouse live in a car for two years and not have food to eat? Where do you, where is he this? He has found acorns, you name it. Uh, there, uh, I have my sympathy to this poor gentleman. You will never get rid of that mouse. Look, look I, let me be the first to admit, I love eating nuts. Okay. But how can you eat an acorn? Have you tried an eating an No. A, an, is, it an, is it an acorn or an acorn? I think it's an acorn. Have you ever tried to open an acorn? No. You can't eat that. And sometimes there's little bugs that come out of the acorn. I don't, little want, a, I don't want a buggy acorn. Okay, they, if you go to carunderstanding.com. They Wait, hold do, on, Jimmy. Are you listening to this? Okay. I'm listening. All right, go ahead. It says Irish spring soap. If you... Slice it into small tubes and place it in every entry point of your car. They don't like the smell. Peppermint oil, they don't like that. Laundry sheets you can put in your car. Mothballs, stuff like that. They don't like the smells of, like, apparently, like, you know. Doesn't work. 
I must be you a mouse because I don't like any of those smells. Yeah. So the best thing to do is you need to buy mint. Mint? mint is yeah. The only thing that keeps it at bay. All right, you got to go buy mint, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Just mint. jamming it everything. That way, when it dies, filters out the smell. It's all the rodent spray. It's mint. But if you want to smell like a big candy cane, that's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ro, thank you. Wow. Thank you, Ro. Jimmy, I don't know how else to, how else to help Maybe you. Maybe you should just give it a name and just welcome it. I don't want to do that. Maybe it's a hamster. Hamster Hamsters love wheels. <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs> We're really not helping him at I'm all. I'm sorry, Jimmy. No. Jimmy, go I'm buy sorry, a mint. But, but, but number one rule, don't be scared of this little mouse. No. He's not going to hurt you. He's going to be fine. But be safe while you're driving, okay? Yeah. Don't freak out and run over people. Ugh. Are you driving a rat for? <laughs> I'm driving a little little rat back. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> all right, Jimmy, let us know what happens. Yeah. Text us later, okay? Good luck. I feel all right, like, thank I, you. I know. I feel like I'm abandoning. We haven't helped him. Hello, Patty. Hi, Elvis. <laughs> Are you driving a Rattalac? <laughs> I am not. <laughs> okay, so what happened to you, Patty? Um, I had a car, and um, there was all of a sudden a smell in the car. You know, something had unfortunately passed away in my car. Right. I did not find the smell. was going crazy. I was also pregnant at the time, so the smell was even worse, of course. Were you driving uh, a hearse? I- yeah, basically. Um, in my, we finally took off the cabin air filter that was in the car, and um, I guess a mouse had gotten into my car, gave birth to several babies in the car. Maybe I moved the car. The mom never came back, and unfortunately, the smell was the the babies that had passed away. Aww. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, that smells yeah. probably impossible to yeah. totally get rid of. Yeah, I, tra- I, I, I traded the car in and yeah, got a new car. Yeah, I would oh. too. <laughs> no, who got your car? I feel sorry for them. <laughs> I got good news and bad news. The good news is great price. <laughs> right, right, right. All right. So this is what happens. Sometimes animals get in there. They don't know. I know. You know they're you know, innocent. They're yeah. just, they, they make nests. And they, uh, they, and they die. And they oh. die and they smell like, like old cheese. It's better than a homeless person living in your car because I've had that happen. Really? We accidentally left the car open and we went in in the morning and it smelled like urine. And we were like, what the hell? And then we found like remnants of stuff and we realized that somebody had gone in there the, overnight, spent the night, used it as their toilet, ate oh. in the back seat. It was... To try to clean it, you were laughing, but to try to clean no. that, I'd rather have 10 rats living in my car. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a nice story. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> were, were you driving? <laughs> was Jimmy driving a Mouserati? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Texter. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> All right. Well, look, Patty, uh, I'm sorry about your car. I'm glad you, you have a new, fresh-smelling car now. I do. Oh, good. Good. We're glad. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Bill. Bill says a mouse totaled his car. Oh. Now, why is a mouse driving your car? <laughs> so, um, I, it sounds like my story is kind of similar to Patty's. We had a mouse in the filter system. It had nested pretty much all through the air conditioning system. Uh, tried several times to get it fixed. Um, was spending a lot of money getting it fixed. You know, where they were placing parts to try to get the smell out of the car. Oh, I finally filed a claim with the insurance company to try to 
get it fixed right because they really wanted to take everything out of the car that the mouse had mouse had nested in and the insurance company totaled the car. They said it was going to be too expensive. Wow, a total wow. car from a mouse. That's crazy. So what'd you get? Yeah, what'd you get instead? <laughs> what'd you replace it with? Uh, just driving a Subaru. Yeah, nothing All wrong right. with that. That's fine. Well, it makes me want to go camping. <laughs> Subaru. All right, well, Bill, thank you. So keep in mind, oh, Bill, there's something we're learning from you, Bill, here is uh, you never know. That's if you it. have a mouse in there, try to find a way to get the mouse out because yeah. you could total your car. That's it. A mouse bishi. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of car are you driving, Scary? A Mazda. This <laughs> <laughs> is so stupid. Okay. Say it. He's so stupid. So stupid. Let's you don't sound. have a mouster truck? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get sound on with Garrett. Hi, Garrett. All right, good morning. All right, what do you have? All right, let's start with Liam Payne. He's over at the BBC Radio 1. He covered Zed Marin Morris's The Middle. Sounds like this. Song, isn't yeah. it? I'm losing my mind just a little. I think Liam Payne's coming on soon. So why do you just meet me in the middle? All right, now I'm sorry if I get this stuck in your head today, but remember this song from The Muppet Show? Oh, yeah. You ready? Yep. Here we go. All right, well, let's see if two parrots could cover Menomina. Parrots? Yes. That's why I don't have a parrot. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. Uh, all right. British game show host pulled a Steve Harvey and told the contestant he got the correct answer, but in reality, he was wrong and lost 15,000 pounds. I will slightly hesitantly go, dear, final answer. And you know, so you don't. I'm not even going to look at the screen. That's the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> what? <laughs> it is a deer. Is it not a deer? I've seen them in Africa boinging along like deers. <laughs> oh no, you've just lost <laughs> 15,000 pounds. Oh. oh my goodness. The host didn't even look at the, the cue card or, or the sheet. He <laughs> maybe, just assumed. Maybe next time he should look at yes. it. Yes. All right. Last night, Ariana Grande teamed up with Fallon the Roots to perform her latest single, No Tears Left to Cry, but. She did it with the Nintendo Labo instruments. They're all cardboard. Huh. It sounds good. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Jimmy's playing a cardboard yeah. guitar. I love that. All right. And I, love, then, I love her. Then also from Fallon, uh, J- Jimmy was talking about LeBron James's photographic memory that he had during the game the other night against Boston. Listen to the play that LeBron James describes. Do you have any idea of what happened there? The first possession, we ran him down all the way to two on the shot clock. Marcus Morris missed a jump shot, followed it up. He got it. They got a dunk. And we came back on the defensive end, and we got a stop. They took it out on the sideline. Jason Tatum took the ball out, threw it to Marcus Smart in the short corner. He made a three. We come back down, missed another shot. Tatum came down and went 94 feet, did a roll step, and oh made God. a right-hand layup timeout. Wow. Yeah. Now listen to, this, listen to this joke. Impressive. Wow. Wow. 
Well, it didn't stop there. LeBron actually kept talking. Here's what he said. Then after the timeout, J.R. Smith inbounded the ball to Kyle Korver. After Korver passed it, he scratched his nose two times and turned his head 38 degrees counterclockwise. He made eye contact with a five-foot-six woman in the crowd, about 39 years old, wearing a red boat neck top from Macy's. Okay, that's yes. great. <laughs> but yeah, that's he has funny. a photographic memory. That's wild. Does that make him an idiot savant? Uh, not really. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I just thought about that. I always thought the idiot savant sounds like such an insult, but right. it really isn't. Hmm. It's, it's not. It's not, but it sounds negative. They should have come up with a better name then. Idiot. Because idiot savant sounds <laughs> you, like you're an idiot. Idiot savant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> L, real quick, yes. uh, uh, we got a gift from uh, the group Panic at the Disco. This just came in yesterday. What is that? Well, here, can you hand that to me? What is it? It's a gift from Panic at the Disco. Oh, it's, I love it. This, their new album is fantastic. It's a potato. It's a potato with Brandon Yuri's face on Shut it. Shut up. We got one? <laughs> Look. I got a Brandon Yuri potato. He was sending those to everybody. Guess what? We got one. We got one. Oh, that's awesome. I like it came priority mail. Oh, yes. I like that. All right, so we have a Brandon Yuri potato. What else does one need in this world? <laughs> you Nothing. have this look on your face, Nate. What is wrong oh, with you? We got Matt on the phone. Doesn't, doesn't he look perplexed? Yeah, he always looks perplexed. Hello, though. Matt. How are you? <laughs> I'm wonderful. How are you guys? Well, we're sitting here you know, thinking how awful it would be to find a mouse in your car. So what did you find? Uh, well, we were camping in Tennessee and left the door on our truck open. And this black bear got into the truck and left a big old dump on the floorboard for us. Oh. <laughs> well, Maybe now. he thought it was a gift. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Okay, so you're a bear, and you don't, you know, you're just, you, you're just doing your bear thing, and all of a sudden you see, whoa, let me go in there to take a poo. <laughs> Winnie. That leaves a new answer for just a wild bear crap in the woods. Yeah, the answer no. is no. Well, it crapped in my Subaru. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great, Matt. At least you weren't in there when he did it. That's all that matters. <laughs> Exactly. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Black bears, you know, because out by my house, we have more and more bears being sighted out there. And and I'm just, pff, yeah. no, nah, I don't know how I'm going to do it. And then they say, you know, if there's a black bear, that's bad enough. But if a black bear is with her cub. Oh, oh forget you're it. You're done. Well, because they're going to protect them. Come I know. On, of course. Who's going to be there to protect me? On the, maybe you're, well, I don't know. All right. Maybe Let's, Alex. <laughs> no, no you know, he knows about bears. He's out of there. <laughs> All right, uh, Danielle, Yes. what do you have coming up? Uh, we are going to talk about a bunch of tours that are going to be happening this summer. Some of our favorites going out together. All right, thank you, Danielle. Twitter under attack. Follow Elvis on Twitter, at Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hey, it's Elvis Duran. You've heard how Wells Fargo is holding themselves accountable for recent issues. They're working hard to rebuild trust, reestablish core values, and stay vigilant. So, check out where they're headed at wellsfargo.com slash renew. You just might be surprised. You're right. It is National Chocolate Chip Day. Oh, and I already had two. Two chocolate chips? Kate's cookies. <laughs> oh, no. Those are chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Not Let's not confuse the day with cho chocolate chip cookie day. Oh. It's just chocolate chip day. So, I, need to, I have a bag of chocolate chips in my refrigerator because I use it to put in my waffles. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, but more importantly, it's National Police Week. Yeah. We're starting every show this week uh, with someone from a, a police force who's out there on the front mm. lines keeping us safe, keeping our property safe. We thank you. We salute you all this week. Yeah. It's National Police Week. Thank you. Hey, uh, where do I start here? I don't know. Where do you want to go? You want to talk about etiquette? <laughs> should I leave the room? You should, Blanche. <laughs> we were years ago when we first met Danielle. We said, you know what? We're going to send you to etiquette school. And I said no. 
<laughs> you didn't say it like that. I said not so nicely. <laughs> but you've you've turned you've you've turned into a wonderful woman. You're, you're not as rough around the edges as you as you used to be. No, I'm a little smoother. Scary. Remember, she used to oh, yeah. chomp her gum. Oh, I used to that, that Remember when I used to throw stuff? She'd throw stuff. Yeah, yeah, you used to be very physical. But yeah, I remember that crackling of the gum. I Listen, chomp. You, you licked me on my neck. That's why I threw Marcus at you well, that time. Then we all need a little etiquette yeah, class, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I was rough around the edges, too. Anyway, the uh, Plaza Hotel here in New York, I think it's owned by Fairmount Company. They own beautiful hotels around the world. They, they actually teach their employees etiquette. Okay. And uh, that's why they're always so helpful and so polite. Yes. <laughs> uh, they're actually offering etiquette classes. I think it would be okay for all of us to brush up on our etiquette. I would take oh. a class. If we'd all went together, I would take one. The simple things like which fork do you use? Oh, yeah. Which spoon? It's does... always worth learning that stuff. I, exactly. Yeah. So anyone in etiquette classes? I, I would totally. Sure. I, I would learn. go. I, I could use a little etiquette. Just yes, a little bit. Could. <laughs> just a little bit. I just figured out. That you work from the outside in on your silverware. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know. I didn't know that. That's everyone knows that. I I didn't know that. I do get confused at why we need so many forks and spoons. Well, they only should put forks and spoons and knives down to uh, coordinate with whatever uh, dishes you have on the way. So if you have a three-course meal, so there'll be three different forks. Depends on what it is. Let's say you have a soup. Mm-hmm. Let's say you have a salad, and then you have a, a piece of fish. Okay. Or steak for you. Yeah. Well, then. What would you need for those three uh, those three what dishes? What am I having again? Say it again. Soup. Soup, a spoon. And then a salad. A sa- but a smaller spoon, not a big spoon. Okay. Okay. A salad, a fork. Yeah. And then what else? But you also need a knife with your salad as well. Why? Because you sometimes- Who cuts this? But no. You, I cut salad all the time. I'd use the fork to cut the salad. What's that scary? A couple of things I learned about being a waiter. You serve on the left-hand side of a person like this. And then you pick up the dish when they're done on the oh, right side oh, of the oh, that's And where does the this napkin go? This is all go? too much. Who's going to remember all this? Like the bread plates on the left and this plate's there and this fork. Well, okay, I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why it's good to know. Because sometimes you, we'll sit down at uh, a dinner table mm-hmm. with you know maybe six of us. And then someone reaches for my bread, yeah. which is on my left. Right. Left. <laughs> right. I'm like, what are you doing? You ate my bread. So if you go to the right, if you go the wrong way and take someone else's bread or yeah. someone else's utensil, then the whole table is thrown. But I off. thought the bread's always like in front of you, like in the top of your plate. No, no just... the bread plate's always on the left with the little knife with the little notch in it. <laughs> the little, ni- little notch, notch knife. Yeah. What? Why the do they have? Plate. Explain the this. Why do they have empty glasses sitting at your place setting, and then when you sit down, they just take them away? Because if less people. Are sitting there, then they take them away. No, no, they take Glasses. away my glass. Well, well, if you, well, if you don't drink it. wine, they take yeah. the wine glass well, they, away. What do you want yeah. to sit there? They typically ask what you're going to drink, and if you don't need that glass, they'll take it away. Yeah. My the thing I don't understand is the charger. You sit down. There's this beautiful plate at your table, and you and you're like, wow, that's a pretty plate. Yeah. You sit down and they take it away. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they paid a lot of money for those just, plates that nobody what, uses. Bring that back. It what? just looks good. <laughs> bring that back. I don't get it. Well, I, I know some things I don't understand. I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't get but it. you need to know, like, you don't want to take your neighbor's stuff because it'll throw the whole table off. Now, now I was watching some documentary about Downton Abbey or whatever those mm-hmm. people were. <laughs> and you would always, always watch the hostess at the table. 
if she's speaking to people on her left, then you typically speak to the people on your left. And when she changes to her right, then you typically go to the right. Oh. But doesn't that mean someone's going to be left out at some point? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Think it through. Like, for instance, if you're having dinner with Queen Elizabeth okay. and she stops eating <laughs> and they take her plate, you got to stop. Why? I'm still hungry. No. You cannot <laughs> really? eat past the queen. Why? Because it's just the way you do it. When, and then, and then, so then, if she's done, I have to be done. You gotta be even once, if I have half a steak left. Once they take her plate, they have to take everyone's plate. I better eat fast. You then. gotta eat fast with the queen. <laughs> better shove that down my pie you hole. Better, you better go. <laughs> Last time I ate with you, I didn't have to eat fast. What's that mean? You said eat fast when you eat with the queen. I said hello. eat fast with you last time. Hey, what does that mean? Uh, hello, Devin. How are you? Oh my gosh. Hey, I'm so good. Funny. How are you doing? Doing well. Which acronym a- acronym do you use to remember the the uh, order of 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 service or whatever? Sure. So BMW from the left to the right, bread, meal, water. So that way you can never get confused. Yeah, bread to your left, meal, meal in the middle, uh-huh. and your water to the right. Uh-huh. There's your beer. Yeah. All right. All right. It's a BMW. It's a BMW. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's, it's actually a very easy way to remember it, but thank you. Isn't that nice? You're I love welcome. it. Wow. I will use that next time. <laughs> good. So, yeah, I don't know. So, etiquette class, yes or no? I don't think you guys want one. <laughs> I don't, it might mess us up. <laughs> like, I think I'm good the way I am. <laughs> I think you're great the way you are. Thanks. <laughs> For instance, we're all having dinner uh, together at Eden Rock, Miami Beach. Yes. We're down there uh, Friday for our dysfunctional family vacation. Yeah. Well, Thanks. no, we get there Thursday. We do. Yeah. Uh, we're live. Uh, the show is live. Friday. So, uh, so you can uh, thank our friends. Visit Florida.com. Mm-hmm. Thanks to them, we're all going to be visiting Florida. They're amazing. I've been visiting Florida for almost 20 years now. I know. I like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not leaving. Their marketing really worked with you. <laughs> so thank you to our friends at Eden Rock, Miami Beach. Uh, I can't wait to get there. I, they, I, they have this new restaurant there. I can't remember the name of it. It's supposed to be just the, one of the best restaurants oh, yeah. in the area. Yeah. I can see Danielle now. Hey, is that my bread plate? Hey, hand out. Which one's mine oh, cause over you're, there? Because you're so much better. What's that, the scary? <laughs> really? Also, another really? weird etiquette rule. Don't bust the table <laughs> until everybody is done with the meal. Yeah, That's if I'm cool. eating, I don't want them to take your plate. Not if you're at the queen's house, apparently. You can bust the table so she's <laughs> Right. Once the queen's done. <laughs> Different rules over there. Everyone's done. <laughs> That's just a Jeez. Gotta hurry up. What if you have a fast-eating queen? <laughs> it's called Malibu Farm. That's the restaurant at Eden Rock, Miami oh, Beach. I mean, that was your name in high school. Malibu Farm? <laughs> Malibu no, Fast Eating Queen. <laughs> Yay, two points. Hi-oh. <laughs> hey, so another list of the best beaches in the world came out. We're going to get to that in a second. Maybe you're going to one this summer. Hi, Josh. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing well. What can we do for you? Uh, when you guys were talking about uh, etiquette at yes. the... Um, when I was watching, I learned everything I knew from Titanic. Whenever that old lady told Jack how to eat from the outside in. Right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Everything. I thought I'll, I'll, everybody always tried to explain it to me, but I've always that's where I learned everything from. You know what? It doesn't matter where you learn it from as long as you learn it. I, it. I think a lot of life's lessons can be learned from the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Don't have sex in the back of those old cars. Remember that from Titanic? <laughs> that one. Kate Winslet ran her hand down the sweaty window. Oh, that's right. Oh, God, I'm getting turned on. <laughs> Avoid icebergs. That's There's good. another thing we learned that's from the a, Titanic. That's a good one. All right, thank you. Very, very good point. I appreciate it, Josh. Thank you so much. Hello, lady. Well, hello, lady to you. Hello. All right, the best beaches in the U.S. and the world, according to Money Magazine. Uh, here in the United States, in the United States, Pompano Beach they're saying uh, is number one beach. This is their right. opinion. Where's Pompano Beach? 
Florida. Oh, Florida. In, yeah, here in oh, South Florida. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm thinking Hawaii or something. <laughs> no, they're probably one of your most listened to. Uh, <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, no, no. But I'm thinking there's a place like that in Hawaii as well. Uh, number two is Asbury Park. Oh. Number three, Sag Harbor, New York. Long really? Beach, California is number four. Glen Arbor, Michigan. Michigan has beautiful beaches. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina is number six. Oh, yeah, and Outer Banks, North Carolina, number seven. But they're saying the most beautiful beach in the world is in Bali. Oh, I can And then uh, Mallorca in Spain. Oh. And then in Greece. Cozumel is on there. That's mm. a beautiful beach. I love the beach. Yeah. Uh, they're saying that this summer vacation uh, is going to be wacky because they're selling out everywhere. People want a vacation this year. Yeah, because we've. I think everywhere you lived, you've had a tough weather situation this winter. Right. Whether you live in a warmer climate or a colder climate, it's just been so odd. Has, you know, I feel like one day, we, you know how you sometimes, if you don't have a big enough closet, you like take your winter clothes, put them away and put out your summer clothes. Mm-hmm. I think one day we're not going to be able to do that because we're not going to know what the hell it is from day to day. It's going to snow every day. I, I really think it's going to be <laughs> Even weird. in Miami. Seriously, I'm not kidding. Yeah. What's that scary? Um, I read that Siesta Key Beach was number one. And when I was there, I saw the brown official United States signs that they put up. Were they filming the MTV show? No, no, it had nothing to do with the show. It oh. was it seriously is the number one. I think it's the number one most beautiful people naked on a beach. Yes. Oh, maybe the, that was one. Do you think the Definitely. Siesta Key Beach Council voted them number one? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know there are so many different lists. Yeah. The good yeah. thing is, you know, we are blessed with beautiful beaches yeah. all around the United States. Get out. Uh, Put on that uh, 50 SPF. <laughs> Where's Orchard Beach in the Bronx? Uh, I didn't see it on the list. I grew up on that beach. Howard Beach, not on here. No. All right, let's get into the Danielle Report. Danielle. All right, you have to go to ElvisDuran.com to check this out. John Cena, we played it a little bit for you before, but I don't know if you heard it, had me crying and everyone on the show, Kathy Lee and Hoda yesterday, he talked about his breakup with fiance Nikki Bella. He wants her back. She's not ready. He said he loves her and wants to marry her and he wants to have kids with her. Here's a little clip. Here's a little clip. It was four and a half minutes long but yeah. we we edited it down edited it down to this okay down to this john cena it's been incredibly reflective which okay. is amazing but it's very difficult i had my heart broken out of nowhere or for me it was out of nowhere but um i still love nicole i still mm. would love to marry nicole i still would love to have a family with nicole i am in my house alone mm. surrounded by these emotionally strong memories and every day from six to nine I get out of the house and talk to strangers as social interaction. It's called living your life. You have to keep doing that. I don't want anybody else. I mm. love Nicole, and I'm really trying to support her in, in her trying to find whatever it is that she wants that made this fall apart in the first place. Right. But uh, I don't have any other hopes other than maybe one day that we can work it out. There you go. And she actually is amazed by this and says that there is hope. So let's let's see. Let's hope for the best for both of them. Uh, by the way, Scary, is there any pink sound? Can you look for that while I do this next story? Okay. So Megan Markle. What does pink sound like? Yeah. No. The little girl. A little girl was singing on the stage with pink. Yes. It is. Yeah, okay, yeah. don't play it yet. Don't play it. Here we go. So Meghan Markle's dad will not be walking her down the aisle. He won't even be at the wedding. Now, if you haven't heard the situation, he staged photos with the paparazzi. 
kind of making it look like he was getting ready for the wedding, his preparation, you know. Megan's half-sister came forward and said that she told him to take the pictures to kind of help his image. He also just had a heart attack last week, so he's recovering from that. He says he doesn't want to show up because he doesn't want to embarrass her or the royal family. I'm hearing that she still wants him there. Prince Harry has asked for, you know, everyone to leave him alone right now and not to bother the father. Um, and I'm also hearing that Megan may just walk herself down the aisle. So I guess we'll Why see not? what happens. Yeah, we'll you know, imagine that, though. Because, yeah. I mean, it really is all spotlights on Meghan Markle that of day. Of course it is. Can you imagine walking yourself down that aisle with that's, that long train behind crazy. you? That's crazy. That could be pretty dramatic. I mean, if your dad's not going to do it, who else are you going to? I mean, your grandpa. You could Froggy. Have, you know, Froggy. Froggy. You I'm in. Let's go. I'm in. I just won't wear one of the stupid hats. <laughs> the, Good. Okay. So let's talk about the 12-year-old Canadian girl. So she was campaigning on social media for Pink to let her sing at her show Saturday night in Vancouver. So people were like, let her sing. She sounds amazing. Listen to her. So Pink spotted her in the audience and said, to her, wait a minute, are you the girl I've been hearing so much about? And then Pink let her sing a little perfect, and here's what it sounded like. Cool. They said she killed it at 12 years old, so it was worth it. Pink was, uh, she couldn't believe it. It was so cool. So Sam Hunt has been uh, waiting to drop a new album, but he says lack of inspiration is the reason that he's holding back, and he really doesn't have anything to give us right now. So we need to, ins- come on over here, Sam Hunt. I'll inspire him. We'll inspire you. <laughs> creepy, huh? <laughs> That's a little creepy. Uh, so Polly Perrette wrapped up her time on NCIS. She took to Twitter to suggest that she quit due to multiple physical assaults. She said there's a machine keeping me silent and feeding false stories about me a very rich very powerful publicity machine and that's just so sad because you know we thought she was leading leaving on her own and it looks like that may not be the case uh, you know it's sad because she was she was really amazing on that show so dave Chappelle is getting ready to go out on tour with john stewart how cool is that it's a summer comedy tour uh seven dates June 11th, it's kicking off in Boston and ending up June 24th in El Paso. Tickets are going on sale Friday morning, so we can't wait for that. And Spice Girls are not going to get together for a concert tour, so I'm sorry to disappoint you, but they may be giving us a documentary. They're all going to be at the Royal Wedding. They will be at the Royal Wedding. (laughs) Lucky them. All right, thank you, Danielle. Live tweeting every morning. Follow us on Twitter at Elvis Duran Show. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. What do you want to talk about? What is this? Here we go. You are hiring somebody, it sounds like. Watch out. No. No. <laughs> Wrong. What is this? Let's talk about keeping you safe and secure. Oh, I like them too. <laughs> Links are being sent via Facebook Messenger. According to a, a leading cybersecurity firm, these links may contain FaceX worm malware. Have you heard of this? Yeah. If you click on the malware link, you'll be taken to a fake YouTube page, which will try to get you to install a browser extension. From there, it steals your passwords. It steals everything. Oh, it, my it rips the clothes off your back. Yeah. It's, an, it's another reason. Just, you can't be safe enough. That's why new LifeLock identity theft protection adds the power of Norton Security, which we've trusted for years, to help protect, protect us against threats just like this. Mm. They're out there trying to steal our identity, our devices are not safe. If you have a problem, the people over at LifeLock have people who will work to fix it. It's very important you listen to me. Listen to me. (laughs) Listen to me. (laughs) 
Are you listening? <laughs> Look, no one can stop all cyber threat. No one can uh, prevent all identity theft or monitor all of your transactions. But LifeLock with Norton Security can do it better than us. If you want an extra 10% off your first year, go to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Elvis. That's LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Elvis. Call us at 1-800-242-0100. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So, you know, our friend Dan Mason, mm-hmm. I'm meeting him for lunch today. I love him. I do love him. His podcasts are fabulous. Yeah. He really seems like he has his act together. <laughs> but are you going to tell so, me he doesn't? I said, so meet me at 1230, and I gave the name of the restaurant, which is down the street. <laughs> right. He said, oh, where where is that? Oh. I'm like, can you Google? I mean, am I the only one? Yeah. Th- Google Maps. You just put it in Google Maps. Just put it in the Google. That's it. You can Google, and it'll tell you what the menu is. Yeah. But I do that, too, sometimes. I'm like, do we have an, like, if they tell me I have an appearance somewhere, I'll go, do you have an, a direct a- an exact address? And they'll go, Danielle, just look, look just it up. Google it. I know, but I just, I know, I'm a loser. It's okay. No, 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 no. Okay, you're not a loser. <laughs> Brody said I was a loser. No, my, my, but my point is this. It's just, I, and I know I'm not alone on this. I'm so, so, so into everything must be Googled. I mean, yeah. I, I use, I wish I had oh. a Google counter. Can they count how many times you use Google every day? Do you know if my kids ask me a question and I don't know, like, the right way to answer it, I will go and Google it and come back to them? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> it's, it, it helps. I just, I, I depend on it, it and I'm, I hope I'm not exaggerating here, at least once an hour every day. Yeah. I'm Googling something. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I wonder if they could count. Didn't I hear they were going to start charging for Google searches? What? Can you imagine? How much each time? I'd I don't be know. In trouble. Is this just a rumor? I don't know. Brody, did you hear about that? No, Let's but see. then I will uh, not pay for it. Charging for Google. Google it. You Google. Google huh. charging for Google. June 1st, 2015, it says, what would oh, happen if Google started, Google started charging oh. a cent for okay. a search? A penny per search? That would add up, though. I, I know, know, but that was back in 2015. That was 2015. This is a bad rumor. Yeah. Right. Can you imagine if they charged a penny a search? No. What? It was an April Fool's joke uh, one year. Oh, oh, okay. I knew that because I Googled that. Was it on GNN? <laughs> All right, we have an update with Jimmy. Jimmy called earlier with a mouse stuck in his air conditioning in his car. Oh. Uh, do we have an update? Yes. Here we go. Modern news theme. Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Right. Jimmy is driving his mouse stang. <laughs> so okay, so you were you were panicky. You were a little freaked out. You were wigging out because there was a mouse mm-hmm. jumping around your car and, and jumping back into the air conditioning. Where is the mouse now? What is the latest? The mouse is free and in the wild. Oh, oh, how did, how nice. did you do it? Well, I had I had an old gym bag of clothes. And there was a stick of deodorant in the gym bag, so I had the whole thought with the, the Irish, whatever you guys were saying, to do with it. Irish yeah. spring, yeah. Yeah. So I, I cranked the heat up, put the stick of deodorant in the vent, got the whole car getting that smell, and then I came back out five minutes later, and the mouse was hanging out on the window frame on the back door. So I was like, okay. Opened up the back door slowly, shot back to the vent. But it didn't go in. So I was able to take my old gym clothes and jam and cover the vent so it wasn't able to go back in. Huh. I was kind of pushed it to the door, pushed it to the door. I had an old hat, scooped it, and just kind of tossed it out of the car. And it just ran off and in there the There you court. go. Huh, wow. So, there you have it. <laughs> so you got him out of here, Minnie Mouse Cooper. <laughs> 
So uh-huh. now what are you gonna do? <laughs> I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go to Disney World. I know, I know. As much as that mouse was, as much as that mouse is gonna is, was freaking you out, don't you kind of miss him a little bit? Nope, I got, nope. I got hair pieces all around the car, crumbs. I got. So now you gotta go get the car nice like uh, cleaned out this afternoon, right? <laughs> Uh, I can't afford that. All right. All right. Well, congratulations. A lot of people were asking you. You know, what you had done because you were you were very, 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 uh, well, you were very bent out of shape yeah. over this thing. But now the mouse is gone. We're I was good. Shook. Good. All right. Yep. All right. Jimmy, stay in touch. And next time a rodent is in your car, you give us a call. Yeah. I will. All right. Thank, you. Thank you very much. Hey, so uh, it's weird how technology works here in our business anyway. Let's say you're supposed to uh, do a a commercial mm-hmm. that's 60 seconds long, but they only give you like 30 seconds worth of words. Right. That, that's happened many times. Exactly. You could read it really slow. <laughs> well, no, you no. could. Yeah. Or we have technology that will do it for you. What? For instance, if, if you give me 64 seconds worth of, of copy... Yeah. And I, it, it takes me 64 seconds to read the commercial. We have a computer that will bounce it down to 60 seconds. And you can right. you can tell it a little bit. Yeah. Well, but if it's the other way around, oh. as Scary found out the other day in his BMW commercial, they gave him like 30 seconds worth of words, but they needed to fill up 60 seconds worth of time yeah. for Park Avenue BMW, Rochelle Park, New Jersey. Usually it is the opposite. Usually we're trying to just talk really fast to get everything in. So which one do you want to run? This one this right here? This is the commercial. This is the commercial. By the way, I, we, we love Park Avenue, BMW, Rochelle Park, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Listen, listen how scary is taking his time with it. It really wasn't scary. The computer did it for him. Okay. Time with friends. Time with your kids. Time spent doing the things that you love best. Your time is precious. Hi, it's Scary Jones. Our friends at Park Avenue BMW understand how valuable. See, time to me, it sounds I normal. I like it. I think it sounds really great. As a matter yeah. of fact, I think that's more convincing because you're t- it sounds like you took your time with it. Right. It sounds awesome. You're I love not used it. to hearing me speak that way because I was trying to fill up the 60 seconds. Well, I know, but you know, because you're used to trying to cram 80 seconds into a 60 second spot. <laughs> exactly. You're trying to talk like this. And what's, and what's great about them, whoever wrote that copy, they gave you room so you could stop. Yeah. You could you could explain things. And I think that's great. Thank you. But what if we made it a little, let's make it a little more. I don't know what. Slow. Well, no, sixty oh, seconds. Gosh. Not slow, but let's give it more more punch. Stretch. Here we go. Time with friends. <laughs> Time with your kids. Time spent doing the things that you love best. I love it. Wow. Can we play that one instead? No. I love that one. What if they do it the opposite? Because they've done that with me. They speed you up? Where, yeah, they give me too much copy, and I right. sound like Elmo Mickey Mouse as it is. <laughs> speed me up, and it sounds even worse. Well, the whole theme of that commercial is time. Time, time so yeah. So they, they figured, here, let me give the guy some space to say what he wants Let's to give say. him. Time. Time. I think it's great. I think it sounds great. I, I like, like that Time with friends. Not that one. Time with your kids. Time spent doing the things that you love best. I like that. Okay. That's scary on a Saturday night. Anyway, you kind of wonder, like one of those behind-the-scenes things I mean, you wonder like what do, what do they do mm-hmm. if they 
have lots of time and not enough words. Yeah. We do that. That's what they do. Yeah. Let's hear it for uh, Park Avenue BMW, yeah. Rochelle Park, New Jersey. Oh. <laughs> Josh just produced another. Here's another one. Time with friends. Time with your kids. Time spent doing the things that you love best. Your time is precious. Hi, it's Gary Jones. Our friends at Park Avenue BMW understand how valuable time is. And they're giving away a pair of his and hers Cartier watches to prove it. Join- Whoa, Cartier watches. See, look at that. That sounds even, normal. Even as fast as you were speaking, I heard it all. Yeah. That all makes sense. That's how usually, uh, that's how commercials usually run for me. I like that. So either way, right. it sounds like a great commercial story. Well, thank you. They're great people over there. We love them. Of course. Now let's take a break. Uh, very creepy phone tap from Garrett. <laughs> but it's fantastic. It's creepy. <laughs> it's so good. We'll play it for you next. Elvis's personal Instagram account. Follow him now at Elvis Duran. I think I'm ready to start a modeling career. <laughs> Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hey, it's Elvis Duran. You've heard how Wells Fargo is holding themselves accountable for recent issues. They're working hard to rebuild trust, reestablish core values, and stay vigilant. So check out where they're headed at wellsfargo.com renew. You just might be surprised. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Garrett, all right. tell us all about it. So Megan wants to play a phone tap on her boyfriend, Tim. Now, Megan's a nanny and gets some weird calls from time to time of people wanting to hire her. So I'm going to call Megan looking to set up the call, but uh, we jump right into it because her boyfriend, Tim, is actually right there. So her boyfriend, Tim, is yeah. right there. So yep. you jump right into action. Let's hear what happens. Here we go. Hello? Hey, Megan, it's Garrett from the radio station. Hi, um, yeah, I don't, is, is there any way we could talk a little bit later? Oh, is, are you with him? Uh-huh. Just, just start describing yourself t- to me as if uh, you're giving me all your details, and uh, we'll take it from there, okay? Um, well, I I have long brown hair. I have hazel eyes. Um, great, great, keep going. I'm 5'9". Who are you um, talking to? Um, it's just a job, honey. I have a 30-inch uh, waist. Oh, what the hell? Give me the phone. Who the hell is this? Uh, hi. Um, I was just uh, replying to the job that I put out there. I was what just job? Call- uh, what uh, job? I was just calling back about a babysitting job. Why the heck do you need to know, like, her hair color? What, why do you need to know her waist size? Are Who you, the f- is this? Are you her pimp or, or something? Her or- pimp? Are you kidding? You, what? No, I'm her boyfriend. Uh, boy, uh, okay. What? Honey, yeah, I've never a- done. I've never done any anything like this before. No, you're not going to do anything like this. Well, I put an ad out on the internet looking for a nanny, and she responded back, and I was just calling her to see if she would be interested in the job. Well, I don't understand why you need a nanny who has particular hair color, eye well, color. See, see I, I have a tough. I, I have a tough nine to five job, and I like to come home and relax a little bit, and have a nanny come over and watch me as I sit in a diaper. What the f- are you talking about? Honey, lay off. I need this job. What the f- are you talking about? Well, I have na- nannies come over and watch me, you know, in a diaper just for an hour or two. That and is kind sick, of- you pervert. Where do you live? First off, can she come over? To no. Like, I I'm looking to. I, I would pay a good rate. I mean, I'm 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 very. Are you kidding me? You think my girlfriend's some sort of hooker? What? No. no. Money's not an option. I will kill you. Well, uh, well, can can you at least just finish describing what she looks like? So no. I Why are you calling back? Oh, so, sir, sir, I'm I'm not looking for any trouble. That's not. Well, you what, found it. Uh, all right. You found it. I was just looking to see if she was still interested. Do you in want a babysitter? Job. I'll 
I'll come over there and I'll babysit you. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm going to come over there. I'm going to put your face into a damn wall. Uh, uh, all right, and... We're break your legs. And, uh, oh, my, oh, my God. And, 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 oh. I'm going to beat the living out of you. Oh, you, my God. Oh, you, yes. And yes. I'm going to pound your face. I will, play, I will pay extra for both of you if you come over. You are the sickest in the world. What is the matter with you? I'm going to beat the living out of you. I... I... Leave us alone. So I'm going to take that as, as a maybe. She's a babysitter. She watches babies, not sick, grown men with some sort of weird complex. You don't understand. I have a tough job, and I just like to relax sometimes. You have, so. I have a job that's tough, and I don't wear a diaper. You should consider it. It's great. It feels great sometimes. No, I'm not considering that. I think now might be a good time to tell you, my name's Garrett from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, and you just got phoned out by Megan. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I just made an ass of myself in Best Buy. I love you, honey. I am going to get you back for this. Elvis Duran phone tap. Have an idea for a phone tap? Go to ElvisDuran.com. Click on the phone tap tab. Tell us what you want to do. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. As you know, we're doing a... What's wrong with this microphone? Listen, it sounds like Froggy's microphone. <laughs> it's not mine. It needs a little oil. We need to oil this up. Wait. Let me oh, hear no, you. mine's way better. Listen than to that. Froggy's. Listen to Froggy's. Here we go. Oh my! Didn't you put in a trouble ticket for that thing? You should. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that got so bad. Shouldn't they grease that up? That got really bad. Excuse me, what'd you say? I can't hear you. The microphone's moving. Damn. Uh, I, no, you know what? During the show, I just don't move it. I don't move it at all unless I turn it off and then move it because it makes that sound. <laughs> it sounds like Disney's Haunted Mansion. It does. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to the Welcome. Here, bring up uh, Paul Freeze. We're going to play that while okay. Froggy moves his microphone. Hold on. <laughs> you have the real, the real one? Uh, I'm looking for it. Not the session. Paul Freeze. I think okay, that could be in it. In three. You ready? Yes. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. I am your host, your ghost host. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! It's a microphone stand. Hold on, he's got another door to open. Hold on. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. I am your host, your ghost host. Sounds like a lawnmower. Well, no, 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 really. Have you ever asked them to oil it? No, we wouldn't be able to do this if I did that. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. So you're doing this because you like this. Okay. Yeah, it's just like I'm... the chair that I sit in. I don't sit in that and move because it squeaks too. Let me hear that one. Oh, hold on. Here we go. Here. That is, a, <laughs> this is the world's squeakiest studio. That's the loudest studio I've ever heard in my life. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and oh if you god. do it slowly, like if you try to move to the other side, it goes like this. Well, <laughs> between that and <laughs> oh man, this place is ridiculous. It's awesome. Hey, at least we're on the air. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't. I, I think if we ever fixed it. 
we would miss it. It just wouldn't be the same. All right, Danielle. All right, Froggy, Danielle. if you could just stay very, stay very, very still. Hunting muscly wobbits. Don't move anything around. All right, Danielle, what do you have going on? All right, on? so we all know Meghan Markle's dad's in a little bit of trouble with the royal family because of these uh, posed, staged, whatever, paparazzi pictures that he did. Even though his Meghan's half-sister is coming forward and saying that she's the one who said to take the pictures to help his image. Anyway, he's not walking his daughter down the aisle. We had heard earlier that maybe Megan would walk herself. As of right now, it looks like maybe Megan's mom will step in and she will walk her down the aisle. But speaking of the royal family, this is kind of interesting or weird. So the wedding's this Saturday, and authorities in Windsor are having so many problems with this serial vandal who keeps spray-painting the word fork all over town. F-O-R-K. And we don't know why. They don't know why. They said it has appeared more than 150 times around the city. The graffiti has been written on buildings, on signs along the route that Harry and Meghan will travel on their big day. They have no forking clue why it's happening, but it is happening. And they're saying that they just don't want this to be, uh, you know, seen when right. the, the so wedding is Right. So they're running around with their... Mr. Clean Eraser. Yeah, basically, the Mr. <laughs> well, Clean Magic Eraser. Is there a band called Fork? Or, I don't you know, know what I'm saying? There's someone trying to get some publicity out of this? I don't know, but the vandals are getting a lot of attention on social media. They even have an Instagram account with the handle, with the handle at Fork Graffiti Windsor. All so right. you can follow it if you want. So crazy. And the Spice Girls will not mark their 20th anniversary with a concert tour, unfortunately. But it looks like they will do a documentary. So I'll keep you posted on that project if it's going to happen. Welcome. Drake. Welcome, foolish that. mortals, to My- the haunted mansion. I am your host, your ghost host. Back to you, That Danielle. is my favorite ride at Disney. <laughs> I love Haunted Mansion. It Magic. still is. Uh, Drake and Migos will hit the road together this summer. Pre-sales for the Aubrey and the Three Migos tour uh, will begin tomorrow. Then you're going to get regular tickets to the general public on Friday. Dave Chappelle and Jon Stewart, this is really exciting, teaming up for a summer comedy concert tour. Uh, seven dates starting June 11th in Boston, ending June 24th in El Paso, and tickets go on sale for that Friday as well. And uh, our best goes out to Margot uh, Kidder's family. She passed away at 69. You knew her mostly from the Superman movies. She was awesome, she too. She was. She was amazing. She was great. All right, thank you, Danielle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gray skies are gonna clear up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Since 2015, Walgreens shoppers like you have raised over $100 million for children in poverty as part of Red Nose Day. Your Red Nose purchase helps children everywhere be safe, healthy, and educated. Get your Red Nose only at Walgreens because every one counts. 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 One counts.